As usual, I want to start by reminding everyone to go to HankStrange.com, sign up for our email list there, as well as if you look around the site, you'll find ways to support us. We've got merch, and there's links to that. Um, you know, lots of good stuff there on the site. So go to HankStrange.com and uh, look around, have fun. If you look at the Strangeaholics tab, that's going to tell you all the different like alternate sites, etc. that we're on. So check that out. Big thanks to Walther Arms for sponsoring the show here. Shout out to them, of course. And uh, that being said, I think I'm going to jump into this. I'm going to load up my guests here. And I am going to smash the open button. There we go. Welcome back to the Hank Strange situation. All right, guys. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Smash the thumbs ups. Ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live. We are live. And um, if if you don't know this, as I've said before, uh, we do jazz hands here. So, Felicia, this is your first time here on the show. You probably don't know this. Everyone has to do jazz hands. Here he goes right there. Jazz hands Yay. going. Felicia's doing it. Sarge from C4 Defense is doing it. We are live. I, I hope you guys are ready for this. This is episode 733 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. Our guests tonight are Felicia Bull of GOA Texas. Uh, and we're going to talk about constitutional carry in Texas, as well as Sarge from C4 Defense uh, joining us. Welcome, everyone. How are you guys? Hi, doing well. Happy to be here. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Sarge, how are you, sir? I'm doing good. Just got yeah. off work. Just in time to be here. Ready to uh, go. Okay. All right. Awesome. Got off work. Got on to work. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, I know how that goes. I know how that goes. All right. So, yeah, listen, everyone who's coming in, please smash the thumbs ups right now. We need you guys to do that. Um, share this with your friends if you can. You know, we're we're being uh, severely, severely, not even shadow banned. What's above shadow banning? But just below all out bans. I don't was, We're in that zone. <laughs> what's in between that? Yeah, we're in that zone. Um, so, you know, if you guys can help us share it, that is much, much appreciated. Um, first, let me, uh, let me start here by, I'm going to start with Felicia of, of, uh, GOA Texas, cause you've got about an hour and you're going to explain to us what's going on with constitutional carry in Texas. Right. And I think that's really important. Um, so, you know what, first start by telling us like who, a little bit of who you are and how you came to be working with GOA Texas, et cetera. And then get into the whole constitutional carry thing. Yeah, um, I personally don't think my story is that interesting. I got involved with the Young Republicans when I was in college and immediately decided that I enjoyed politics and much to my mother's dismay, I was really good at it. So I decided to make a career out of it, went into public policy and then decided that wasn't enough and wanted to get into issue advocacy because you know, I'm a Star Wars nerd. And as they say, so this is how liberty dies with thunderous applause. And the country is applauding and liberty is dying. And someone's got to do it. So I fight for gun rights here in Texas, the Lone Star State. Um, most people think it is very, very pro-gun. And while we do have our good policies, one of the ones we don't have is constitutional carry. And we have the ability to make history this week and hopefully this legislative session. Okay, awesome. So how about we start uh, with the details that everyone out there is gonna need to know. And um, and let me see, there, there was, there's someone here from Texas. 
uh, what, who is this? Inno592002 says, sup, Felicia, GOA member in Colleen, Texas. Hi, always happy to have you. Yeah, shout out to all the people in Texas. If you're in Texas, uh, let us know. Um, and even if you're not in Texas, you guys should be sharing this stuff with your friends and family that are in Texas. So where the th- where are the websites and places like that that people should be going to? to help yeah, out so with this? everything that you guys need to know for GOA Texas is at gunowners.org/slash/texas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, and I think I can roll that in right now. Here we go. So uh, yeah, there you go. Or, or uh, what, here I see it's texas.gunowners.org, but I'm sure either one of those will work. Um, yes, yeah, so so we just have a short link. Yeah, absolutely. So any info that you guys need is there. Um, and then I think, oh, here we go. Constitutional carry hearing March 25th. And yes. you can you can open that up and uh, get into it. So it says here, constitutional carry is being scheduled for a committee hearing next Thursday. That's this Thursday, yes. March 25th. Yes, two days from now. Right. At the Texas Capitol in Austin, uh, we need your help to tell the legislature why it's critical for them to protect your gun rights by passing yeah. this priority registration. And and it, and it goes on to list. It says these constitutional carry bills will allow those who can legally possess a handgun to carry it without a permit. And uh, the, there's a few there yeah. and there's a take action. So. Go ahead. Yeah. So basically what we want to happen in Texas, that if you can walk into a gun store and purchase that handgun, then you can then carry that handgun open or concealed on your person without a government permission slip. We already have this legislation in place for long rifles. Um, so extending it to handguns should basically be a no brainer. As we all know, an armed society is a polite society and, you know, Texas needs to start living up to the, to, to the Wild West reputation everyone in the country thinks it has. Mm-hmm. We have multiple bills filed um, in, in the Texas House. We have a companion bill filed in the Senate. We have some of the best representatives co-authoring and sponsoring these bills. And frankly, I'm scared that if it doesn't happen this session, we may not get it because the political climate in Texas is definitely changing and has been changing over the past few cycles. Mm -hmm. So it's really important for everyone to not only try and show up to the Capitol on Thursday, expect a long day. They're hearing 22 other bills that day or 22 bills total. And two of them are very high level, high priority criminal justice reform bills. Okay. So we are anticipating that they're going to have a huge rally outside and they're busing in people to testify. And it's going to be a long day. People should expect to spend 12 to 14 hours at the Capitol. Don't worry, you'll get to hang out with me. Um, I'll even order you pizza if you come testify and hang out with us and, and oh, wow. you know let your state representatives know that not only do you want your gun rights, you demand your gun rights. Mm-hmm. Because... It's it's well past time that Texas passes constitutional carry. Right. So free pizza. <laughs> free pizza anything. and I'll give you a t-shirt. Yeah. Is there a limit? I hope there's a limit on the pizza. <laughs> you know what? If if we get constitutional carry passed, I will personally buy whoever wants a whole pizza. 
Oh. Within reason. Don't get crazy. <laughs> oh, wait. Is this just... Yeah, 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 Sarge. Feel free to jump in here, by the way, Sarge. Yeah. Is, is this only in Texas? <laughs> only people? Only people who could show up? <laughs> like, what's the... Put some limitations. Next time I'm in Florida, I'll oh. come buy you some pizza. I'll oh. need a vacation after legislative session. Right, so I can we'll imagine. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely. You're always welcome to join us here. So uh, what, I mean... What are the odds looking like here? What's the what are the chances, you know, that this is going to pass? Do you think? Yeah, um, I'm a strong believer in not counting my chickens before they hatch. So I like to tell people that I'm cautiously optimistic. We have a solid amount of constitutional carry bills fired, filed. The way that things work in the Texas House, things typically don't pass unless you have multiple bills filed. It doesn't make much sense. But that, that's just how the Texas legislature works. We also have a companion bill in the Senate. So hopefully they can, the bills can move through both chambers at the same time. And then we also have a relatively pro-gun Speaker of the House as well, which Texas has historically not had. And then when you look at the makeup of the, of the Texas House and the Texas Senate, we overall have a more conservative and more pro-gun house. Okay. So everything is kind of falling into line to where we have a really, really good shot. Essentially what we need is for the citizens to show up and let their representatives and their senators know what they want and what they expect when it comes to gun rights. And, you know, we've been dealing with the COVID stuff for, for the past year or so. And that's actually put Texans in a very unique position because for the first time ever, the Texas House is allowing people to submit written comments on bills online, which has never been allowed before. You had, in order to have your opinion voice on a bill, you had to show up to Austin. I don't know if y'all know this, but Texas is kind of big, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, El Paso is closer to California than it is to Dallas. And so some of these constituents would be driving 9, 10, 11 hours to try and come and testify. And this year, that financial and time burden is lifted. And so anyone who's in Texas can submit written testimony. And the website, uh, gunowners.org slash Texas, you can scroll down to the middle of that page underneath the bills. It says, take action now. And there's a red link that says click here in all caps. Mm -hmm. You can click there and submit your testimony. We also have resources that explain the different bills and and our talking points and essentially what we want out of constitutional carry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I'm getting that to did I get I don't know if I got that right. I'm trying to I'm trying to roll it in, but my software here is not working too awesome right now. But yeah, so that page that we showed earlier, um, if you go there and scroll down, it's easy to find. Um, so go ahead, Felicia. I didn't want to cut you off. No, it's okay. Yeah. I try not to get too long-winded. Um, I'm I'm pretty chatty, so if you ever need I'll, me to hush, just. I was going to ask you a question. <laughs> yeah. Do you think? I know it's it's. You said it was different that they're letting people put in online comments and mm -hmm. everything. Do you think people having to show up was a way to limit who did show up? Do you think that was the way it was before? Because like you said, Texas is huge. Right. I don't want to say that the government was intentionally preventing its constituents from being able to voice their opinions. I would never say that out loud. 
um, it can kind of be assumed based on practices, but it could also kind of be assumed, you know, it wasn't broke, so they didn't fix it, you know, and and there wasn't necessarily enough pushback or or people screaming for online testimony the way that they were for COVID because, I mean, I've worked multiple sessions and this is the least crowded I've ever seen the Texas Capitol. So people really are taking advantage of this and they really are staying home, whether that's because they don't have to come to the Capitol this time or because they're, um, they're worried about COVID and they don't want to be around a bunch of people. You know, I'm not sure, but it would be it'll be interesting to see if the Texas House keeps this around. The Texas Senate is actually not allowing online testimony. So it'll be interesting to see what happens when we start having gun bills come up in the Senate and see if, you know, our participation drops off because people don't want to come to Austin. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's just kind of all new to everyone. We've never done session like this before. It's very odd session. Yeah. Um, so there's a there's a couple of things here that I want to hit on. Um, and there's mm -hmm. a few things in there. One, Nicole Williams says, hey, boo, so proud of you today. I'm assuming that's not oh, me. Okay, Nicole. Oh, OK, I, I thought maybe 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 it was you. Maybe it was Sarge. I don't know. Not I don't me. Know. <laughs> no. <laughs> we can all be her booze. She's yes. good. She's very accepting. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. I'll take any love that I can get out there. So shout out to Nicole. Thanks. Thanks for coming in. Um, and then Vanessa Kitty had this question, so maybe we'll start here, I think, in the yeah. conversation. Uh, Vanessa Kitty says, it never passes since 2000. How many times was this type of bill submitted? How long um, have Republicans been in power there? So that's the question. That That's a lot of history. Um, I will answer to the best of my ability, but I'm going to be honest with you. History was never my best subject. So this is the first time since 2015 that constitutional carry has been filed in both the Texas House and the Texas Senate. This is mm -hmm. only the second time in Texas history that we've had a hearing for constitutional carry. And the first time we had it was in 2017. Some type of legislation like this is filed, is filed every session. But she's absolutely right. It was not picking up traction. Republicans, conservatives uh, have been in power mm -hmm. since I was a child, right? So mm -hmm. I just turned 30. So, you know, we had we had Greg Abbott now. We had Rick Perry before that. Bush may have still been governor when I, when I was a kid. I'm not going to lie. I didn't pay attention back then. Yeah. But um te so yeah texas is texas have been passed. yeah texas is predominantly republican but we've had like re democratic governors in texas and stuff like that yes. right yes. yeah mm -hmm. yeah so yeah, and one of the things that i'm thinking sarge like i said feel free to jump in here oh by the way shout out to yes. clover tack i see clover tack out there he's from texas if the folks from texas i'll throw you up there on the screen so you can represent um you know, uh, oh, also CloverTech is saying he has a 20-minute video on the balance of power in Texas legislation that Ooh. has been filed, etc. So there you go, CloverTech being all gun nerdy with it. <laughs> I've, got, I've got, you were talking about the way you've seen things shift. Mm -hmm. Is that because, because I know a while ago, Texas has put themselves out there, is when they, when you are in these oppressed states, you know, come here mm -hmm. is, are they bringing some of their politics with them? I think that might be a side effect. Unfortunately, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. My personal opinion on that 
makes people pretty irritated with me. <laughs> I will say that the majority of people that I meet out of state are conservative. They mm-hmm. moved here to get away from bad states. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying that as someone who lives in Austin, which as Rick Perry always said, is the blueberry mm-hmm. and the tomato soup that is Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do have a lot of tech people here, but the tech people who move to Austin tend to be conservative. I know because... of my friends aren't native Texans. Um, And they moved here to get away from failed policies in their states. Um, Other organizations have done research, especially after the the 2018 election, um, where Beto O'Rourke, Mr. Hell yeah, we're going to take your AR-15s. He really pulled out the younger vote. And it's been interesting to see that, unfortunately, it's not people moving to Texas. It's Mm -hmm. native Texans my age who are voting left of center. Oh, So it's not people moving here, and it's not the older generations. It's me, that that 30-something age group who, born and raised in Texas, were the native Texans, and, and frankly, we're spoiled. We've always had it good in Texas. And... You know, then all of a sudden people want to put on their social justice warrior hat and vote with their hearts instead of their their brains and their bank accounts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and there's there's a good amount of research out there that will point to that. Again, it's really nerdy research and that's mm-hmm. kind of where I thrive. So but that's not what the media is going to tell you. Right. The media is going to say all the people moving from Texas are changing tech changing Texas. It's not. That's not what the research actually shows. It's it's people my age. Yeah. And you could definitely see that after the 2018 election. So parents, if you're listening, sit down, talk to your kids, explain to them what socialism actually is. I don't care if they're 12 or 30. You know, if they're voting for these failed policies and they're voting for gun control, they very well could be our demise. And so you need to have those hard conversations. Yeah, oh, I agree. I- yeah, I would say I think I would agree with you and obviously you've got evidence there, but I would say that makes sense, right? A lot of people moving to Texas and even Florida um e- if they're not conservative, they're at least freedom leaning or freedom curious <laughs> or however however we want to put that, right? Because they're move so let's look at Joe Rogan for example, and he moved to Austin. I guess Austin probably for a long time's been kind of liberal. Um but he but Joe Rogan and a whole bunch of his friends uh, or people in his circle of influence moved to Texas because of what was going on in California. So are people still crazy enough, which we say it all the time here that, you know, like I grew up in New York, people from New York come to Florida and then you bring the crazy politics from New York here, but you come here so that you can have life easier, less taxes, you know, you could be more free and do more things. Are, are, are people still doing that and then and holding on to Democrats that messed up where they came from? Um, maybe some of them are, but I would say that most of them, when, when you have to make that big life-changing move, you're upset. You know? Um, yeah, I agree. And mm-hmm. just, I mean, just looking at my friend circle, I would say that 70% of my friends are from New York. Mm-hmm. Um because they all moved here, some as recently as October, to escape failed COVID policies. You know, you can only lock people in their homes for so long before they're going to say, forget this, I'm leaving. Mm -hmm. And I think, 
and, and all of these people are my age, 35 or younger. Mm-hmm. We have people for GOA who show up at the Capitol to testify. And, you know, one of our one of our great activists, Kyle, is from New York, started out very anti-gun and then had an epiphany one day. And now he's one of our best activists and a fantastic, you know, ambassador for gun rights. And a lot of times they have an incident and then they understand how important having a gun is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's kind of what we um, just to briefly, I don't I don't know whether or not Felicia wants to get into current events, but whenever we have, which we have right now, um, situation where there was some kind of shooting of multiple people and it makes news and gets lots of labels on it, you know, people think, oh, see, this is the kind of conversation that we're having. Like, where is, where are people, where's the zeitgeist of people exactly? So a lot of people think, and especially in the gun world, we all think, okay, we, they're going to use this to bring in gun control. And, and of course, that's what they're already doing, and that's yeah. what they're going to do. The, the thing is, if you talk to the folks out there, when you talk to people out there, uh, maybe if you can go the other way, Felicia, then we'll get you right in the center when we go to three screens. Sorry. I see you shifting yeah. your camera a little bit. Yeah. Um, if you go the other way, we'll, we'll get you nicely centered from, from the direction you were just going. That's what and I was doing. I was adjusting going. as well. Yeah, keep going okay. a little bit, a little bit more, a little bit more. Yeah, a little bit more. See, you're, you know, there you go. Awesome. Yeah. Everyone's, you know, everyone wants to see you, not us guys. Um, so, so the thing I was going to say is if you actually talk to the folks out there, you know, when they see this stuff, they don't go, oh, we got to get gun control. They go, you know what? If this were going to happen to me, I want to be able to fight back. That's what yeah. really most people think. Now, obviously, that's not represented in the media. That's not what the gun grabbers out there and the politicians on the left, they don't see it that way. But overwhelmingly, when I talk to people, things like this make folks go, you know what, this is why I need to get a gun or I need to figure out how to have that gun on me in case something happens. Because mm-hmm. it's the best chance that you have of being able to fight back. Did, go ahead. Go ahead, Sarge. Sorry. Did, did you see the and everyone is criticizing this guy for taking the cell phone footage while it was going on? But mm-hmm. that guy was his mind was blown. He was living through something that hopefully none of us other ever will. Mm-hmm. But he actually documented that scene for us to see. And did you see how some of those people in that store were just sitting ducks and they had no way to protect themselves? Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't I, mean, I haven't looked at the footage. I don't know if Felicia has. It, it's um, it is absolute insanity when you yeah. get to see it, how unaware a few of the people are and you can hear gunshots and they're just oblivious this one guy he was his mind was blown in my opinion and he got out of there eventually but he was Mm -hmm. he documented the scene for us to a degree yeah i mean ultimately yeah i think that yeah that that data look facts don't hurt us you know facts don't hurt us it's just like the, the and facts don't lie so if people can record things, I mean, th- that's that's facts, right? Unless we've got unless we've got some kind of computer generated, you know, fake video going on. This exactly. is what happened. Yes, yeah, exactly. the reality. So a, a lot of people online. I saw some YouTube videos today where people are criticizing this guy for not calling nine one one himself. Mm-hmm. His mind was blown. I, yeah. I I work in law enforcement. You know that we. It's not uncommon for someone that goes through a traumatic event to call their friend 
or call their parents and tell them to call 911. People do mm-hmm. they they don't act like we think we should act. No one knows how they're going to act when scenario. something happens. None of Exactly. We, you don't know until exactly. you get there and then you see how you act and and it is easier for a lot of people I don't know how old this guy was or whatever. It's easier for a lot of young folks nowadays to hit the record on the camera yeah. than anything. I, I mean, I'm not faulting the guy. There was, who knows, that that parking lot was full. Maybe there's probably 100 people calling 911 at that time. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And And I would agree that, you know, a lot of times things like this happen and people... Either they go into deer in the headlights mode or they, they're confused as to what's going on. They don't know if it's a prank or what's happening. And, and I mean, I, I think that with things like this, what people need to realize is that you need to be prepared somehow. Mm-hmm. So just having a firearm there when that thing happens is that in and of, of itself is a good thing. But you need to have some mm-hmm. kind of training that prepares you so that you go into some kind of a mode when you're under that pressure, I think, um, in order to be able to respond to this. And my understanding is that there was a police officer that responded and he died, right? The first one on scene died. Yeah. He got in a kind of battle with the guy. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, I'm not making any kind of statement about that. At the end of the day, he got there, he got into something with that guy that probably... Uh, stop that guy from doing more damage or slow down that guy mm-hmm. from doing more damage. And if um, if there were other people there, there I mean, it's Texas. I, I mean, not Texas, Colorado. So I don't know if um, who was there that was armed, but it's more than being armed that is necessary in this situation. We need the folks who are armed there that they go to their to their weapon and they go to um defense or, or offensive mode against that person the way some other people easily go to a camera mm-hmm. and it's yeah. not even people who necessarily need to go into offensive mode if you're in a public place in today's society you need to know where your exits are mm-hmm. you need to pay attention to your surroundings and I think that's one of the things that's so frustrating whenever I am out, because I'm one, I'm one of those people, I won't sit with my back to a door. Um, I'm never not armed. I have multiple locks on my apartment. I lock everything. My favorite pad, my favorite podcast says, you know, fresh air is for dead people, you know, lock people out, keep yourself safe at home. And I'm always aware of where the exits are. Doesn't matter if I'm at a restaurant, doesn't matter if I'm at the grocery store, at a bar especially a bar, especially louder environments, you have to be aware of that because mm-hmm. no one's there to save you, right? When, I mean, the saying is when seconds matter, police are minutes away. You have to have some plan of action. You know, even back in the 90s, growing up in Houston, my mom would say, if someone comes up to the door, if someone pulls out a gun, this is what we do. We had a game plan. Nothing had ever happened to where we thought we needed that plan. But, you know, single mom driving through Houston at night, mm-hmm. you know, you, you have a plan. If someone comes into the car, she goes, look, you hit the floor and I'm running it. I don't care. Yeah, what color don't stick like. around. Yeah. You car. have yeah. to have a plan. And I don't think people have those conversations anymore. Yeah. Even if you're so a single person even... in there, you don't stick around either. You know, even if you've got oh, gosh, someone no. with yeah. you, you get you get out of a situation like even in a thing like this. I'm not telling people to fight back get out of there unless you don't have any way out of there, I would say. Um, and then fight back. <laughs> um. 
I don't know exactly how long this incident lasts, and I hate to to harp mm-hmm. on it, but yeah. average. I think I think Felicia froze. Type... I don't know if she's still. There. Are you still there, Felicia? Sorry. I hope she. I can hear you. Oh, okay. My internet's awful. Okay. <laughs> All right. In in these scenarios, the average it's one person is seriously injured mm-hmm. or killed every fifteen seconds. So mm-hmm. four people per minute. So that could easily happen in two and a half minutes. That would be the 10 that were shot. I don't, I mean, that's, and that's a very quick response time if anyone was even around the area. So Mm -hmm. if you have your own firearm and could protect yourself, you may protect other people that are in your area. It just to, I'm not, I'm I'm like you, I'm not saying engage in a gun battle. Mm -hmm. I'm saying to get out of there, Mm -hmm. but sometimes people get trapped or they get stuck in a scenario. And if you could fight back, Mm -hmm. it's definitely going to change things and definitely going to up your odds. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Felicia, I just took you off the screen because you, you're kind of like uh, frozen. You probably wouldn't like us to leave on on screen. (laughs) (laughs) How you're frozen. Are you still there? Oh, I don't know. Okay. She may have to restart the computer or something like that. We'll see. Uh, okay. Yeah. No response. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll give her uh, a couple of minutes here. Um, yeah. Look, you do not know how you're going to react to situations unless, until you're actually in that. Um, and I've actually, you know, growing up in New York city, I'll tell you guys, I've been in a couple of shootouts just growing up in New York, um, in, in, uh, in far Rockaway, New York in the crack eighties just facts of life um and and i've seen a lot of things that happen people don't know what's happening you know Mm -hmm. um they they don't know if this is a prank they don't know what to do guys are shooting at each other and and they're maybe uh feet apart from each other and missing you know and all kinds of crazy stuff happens uh friendly fire all kinds of nonsense happens in these situations so typically i mean the point i was going to is that I, I think the situation that we have here is that there's one side of, of this equation that always says we got to ban everything. That's how we get rid of this, except they don't really want to ban everything. They, they, they themselves would like to have guns and have people with guns and training behind them. And on my side of the equation, I say, you know, we, we need those guns and we need those training for as many people as possible. I'm not, I don't want to live in a police state. You know, I think we should be our own first responders and defenders and stuff like that. I don't I wouldn't say that I have massive problems with with police or anything like that. I think uh, police aren't vetted well enough. They're not trained well enough. They're not compensated well enough for what they do, you know, um, in in lots of places. We've got lots of good cops out there, some bad ones. But you don't you know, you you don't want to leave it up to someone else to to save you in a situation. You can't. You can't because the the percentage the percentages aren't there. Mm-hmm. Like in in my county, I'm I'm not on patrol anymore. But in our county, there's over mm-hmm. sixty thousand people, mm-hmm. and at night, mm-hmm. there's now there are a few municipalities, mm-hmm. but there's six people working. So mm-hmm. how are six going to protect the f- probably forty thousand that live out in the county? Mm-hmm. You know. So you do have to be able to uh, to protect yourself until help arrives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know, and and I think if we if we have if we change the equation, if we stop trying to do things that don't work and don't stop anything, 
right? We have lots of gun control in America. It's not stopping anything. Lots of things like that around the not world. Not helping at all. Yeah, I think if more of us, and I'm not trying to obligate anyone to do it either. I think, you know, I believe in, in freedom of choice. You don't have to have guns. You don't have to do any tra uh, training, <laughs> you know. Um, so, you know, but if more, if more people uh, were made that choice to do it and made the choice to carry and all those kinds of things, mm -hmm. I think it could turn that around and you would have, you would probably have less of these incidents because people doing these kinds of things are obviously looking for easy victims. This guy's still alive. Yes. Yes. This guy's still yeah. around. <laughs> he probably took the coward's way out and gave up when yeah. the chips were down. Right. Would be my guess. Yeah. Um, so... You know, that's uh, now I'm hearing from Felicia, by the way, Lola says that her whole computer froze. So we, we probably have to give her a couple of minutes here to get that restarted mm -hmm. and everything will get her back on. But uh, the main part of this show, we do have Felicia Bull on from GOA, Texas, and she's talking about constitutional carry um, and that's up in Texas. And on Thursday, there's going to be. What's that? I was going to say, how many states have moved towards constitutional carry now? What are so, we like? So, like? I know Lola sent me a list of that. Uh, let me pull that up here. Of course, Lola being uh, very prepared. And let me see if I can actually... Let me see if I can roll this in this time. Uh, let's see, see, I teach concealed carry, and you get some really strange questions when yeah. you're teaching us can still so here us. we go so alaska arizona arkansas idaho kansas kentucky maine mississippi missouri montana new hampshire north dakota uh residents only and concealed carry only oh okay uh oklahoma south dakota utah as of may 5th 2021 Vermont, West Virginia, Wyoming residents only. So that's, this is on the... Almost 20. Yeah, this is from USCCA. And the headline of that is Constitutional Carry Unrestricted Slash Permitless Carry. Um, so so it that, says, that, I guess that means mm -hmm. just the residents in North Dakota, like a like a someone visiting wouldn't be able to, I guess is what that means. Yeah. So I guess in North Dakota, it means residents only and people who have concealed carry only. So maybe if you're Probably not from another if, state. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the head, the, um, on top of this it says unrestricted means that a permit is not required to carry a concealed handgun. It's also known as constitutional carry or permitless carry. There are states that are fully unrestricted where no permit is required for opening concealed carry. Some states are partially unrestricted where certain forms of concealed carry may be legal without a permit while other forms of carry require a permit um so it says the states with permitless carry as well as those with permitless carry for residents only include the following so that's where uh that's where i got that list from mm -hmm. um, and, and it seems to be working out very well very well so far as far as constitutional carry everything seems to be hey She's back. Oh, look at that. <laughs> got you back in yeah, here. Yeah, I guess you want to call their internet provider later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Don't worry about it. We got you here. That's what's important. You know, yeah. um, I don't know if you picked Sorry up about on... about that. No, that's okay. I don't know if you picked up on what we were talking about. We were just having the discussion about the states that already have constitutional carry. Yes. 
Um, and so we, we kind of like read off a couple of those. Jerry Parker says 19, I think 15, I think, I think, what was that number Sarge? That was about, let me see. I'll have to we, we're up to about 18 or 20. Yeah. I think it was. I yeah. believe it's 18 that have official constitutional carry, but there's, if you, on our website, um, txgoa.us slash CC, mm-hmm. we have a map and there's about 30 states who have some form of a uh, handgun constitutional carry. Mm-hmm. I mean, Not Texas, though, or Florida, for that matter. Yeah. Yeah, Florida definitely doesn't. Yeah, some form. What does some form mean? Um, or, yeah, I don't I don't understand what that some form means. Because this list that we pulled it, up here is a little Maybe that non-resident clause. Yeah. Yeah, they may have a, a thing that only residents... Um... Yeah, I just... I just sent you a link. I'm not sure if you screen share or anything like that. Um, But we have a map here and it's not going to include Iowa, which I believe Iowa and Tennessee Mm -hmm. have constitutional carry moving right now. Mm -hmm. But if you scroll down, there's a map and it says legal gun owners can carry a handgun without a permit. Um, Some people only allow constitutional carry openly. Um, what we're pushing for in Texas specifically is open or concealed. Um, some states have concealed only. And then some will allow you to carry openly, but then there's some local regulations. Okay. And that's the breakdown. Right. So let's see here. Uh, local reg- regulations are always a bad thing. Always. Because no yeah. one knows what they what if you're going to just go to a different city for the day. What the yeah, the laws it just makes things that's, more complicated. Yeah, so that's here's that map. Here's that map. So, um, legal gun owners can carry a, a handgun without a permit. Um, so all the everything that's green here is openly or concealed, and everything that's yellow is openly only. The black stuff is or blue. I guess that's dark blue, concealed blue, only. Yeah. And then the orange is with regulations. And then the gray yeah. stuff is no permitless uh, carry whatsoever. So, yeah. yeah, there's different forms, different kinds of things that are going on uh, yeah. around the country with that. So, yeah, I mean, you know, this is <laughs> this is one of the, I don't know. We could have we could have that endless debate on that one, you know. Yeah, I mean, the short of the matter is when it comes to Texans and their freedoms, there's a lot of other states out there doing it significantly better than we are. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really hard for people to understand because Texas has a reputation. Texas mm-hmm. is, is big and we like guns and we're freedom and we're Republican and conservative. But, you know, as my age, kind of like what we were talking about earlier, as my age, you know, we're moving out to the suburbs, we're having kids, we're, we're having families. And if you look at the maps, of elections in Texas by county over the past several years, the past several election cycles, you'll start seeing those urban hubs, Houston, Dallas, Austin, all of those surrounding counties are starting to turn light blue as well. Mm-hmm. So Texas is changing, but people out in like the more rural areas or people who don't pay attention haven't caught on yet. So they're not as involved as they need to be. Mm-hmm. And that's essentially what GOA Texas focuses on is, I mean, our Texas team is only two people. It's only myself and uh, our, our Texas director, Rachel Malone. Mm-hmm. We don't matter. 
in the grand scheme of things, right? Like to the legislature, we're two voters. But what we can do is get hundreds of people to submit written testimony online. We can get hundreds of people to show up to the Capitol. And that's where we have an impact. It's not the lobbyists. It's not It's not GOA. It's not Rachel and I. It's people getting involved and in, in showing up mm-hmm. more than they have in the past. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what Texas has to focus on. You know, Republicans in blue states have always had to fight. Republicans in red states tend to get complacent. They tend to get lazy. They tend to not pay attention to things as mm-hmm. much as they should. Take everything and for granted. And we're getting to a point right now where Republicans in Texas can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's been that way for the past couple years. But I think, you know, after the presidential election in in, in 20, what year is this? In 2020, um, yeah. people have started to wake up a little bit and I mean, they have to show up. And there's there's not really any other way to put it. If you want freedom in Texas, you have to show up. Yep. Period. Yep. Showing up is very, very important here. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me do this. Speaking of the folks who showed up, we've got a lot of folks that have shown up. I think I see over like 100 people out there. I would ask everyone to smash the thumbs up. So, OK, that helps us uh, overcome the algorithm uh, nonsense that's going on with us right now. So I appreciate everyone out there. Just smash the thumbs ups. If we had like half of you guys that haven't smashed it, hit it right now, we could probably get to 100 uh c4's dog over there he's uh he he's he's smashing those thumbs right now <laughs> yeah I, I hit the mute button luckily i got close yeah no that's cool it's all right um so there's a couple of uh comments here that maybe we should address if we're talking about carry open carry walter Sobchak says i'll never understand people who open carry and um and stanley walnut says open carry no thanks um so this all this is one of the things that always happens in the gun community. I've seen it as long as I've been here. Um, you know, the folks have that conversation about are they, are they for or against open carry? <laughs> so do you guys does anyone want to weigh in on this? I think people should carry their firearm however they're comfortable carrying their firearm. Mm-hmm. If you want to open carry, open carry. If you're more comfortable concealed carrying, then concealed carry. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really like it when people try to micromanage what I do. So I work really hard to not micromanage what other people do. Um, if someone is safely carrying a gun on their hip, does that affect you? No. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not bothered by it. I mean. Yeah. Honestly, so. as a female, carrying sucks. It's not comfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I almost prefer open carry because it's more comfortable. Yeah. I you think know, that's every, a good point you're making. There. And I'm like, how yeah. do you expect me at a time of emergency to reach up my shirt or down my shirt in order to protect myself? You know, and I mean, it's Texas, it's hot, it's March and it was 84 degrees today. I'm not wearing jeans all the time or slacks all the time. And if I'm in a dress, I mean, it's complicated. So mm-hmm. you don't you don't have to agree with how I carry, but mm-hmm. don't try and tell me how to carry. Yeah. Um, go ahead, Sarge. I'll let you chime in on this. Say so we've got open carry here in North Carolina, which I am I'm happy we have it. But my suggestion would be to carry concealed if you have the option. But I am always I am for open carry. 
I just like I prefer concealed carry. Mm-hmm. I I think I would echo that. Um, I prefer to conceal carry. Uh, I'm the kind of person I, you know, um, I I believe in camouflage, so to speak. Right. I don't want necessarily people to uh, identify me as this thing or that thing. So. I would prefer not to open carry, but I don't have a, you know, it doesn't bother me if people are open carrying or anything. And and you see that from time to time, even though Florida doesn't have that, if you're on your property, you can open carry. If, you, if you're in your business, you can open carry. Or if you have the, uh, if the owner of that business or property lets you do it, you could do it. You see that all the time, right? And it's not really, it just doesn't really phase me. So um, I I think... The way that I look at this, and I know there's some folks out there who are activists for open carry that sometimes do things that push the uncomfortable button on people out there in order to bring attention to what they're doing. And I don't know if I fully agree with all that stuff, but in the end, I know I fully agree with their right to do so. (laughs) When people try to push the barriers and push the, the limits of it, it usually doesn't end up well. Yeah, but I understand why they're doing it, right? And and this is where, like, we all have a different role to play here. You know, we're all playing roles in doing things here. And I do understand why those guys are doing what they're doing. You know, because they need to. It's it's unfortunate that we're living in a situation where we need this. And, and, and honestly, I think Felicia brought up a really good point that I never really processed fully in my brain. Like, you know, as a woman, it's easier... This is the one thing that um, I have these conversations all the time with Lola, right? You know, women dress differently, shape differently than us uh, <clears throat> most of the time, most of the time. Um, so, <laughs> so you know, it, it's, a, it's a different situation for them. And if, if um, you know, I, I think that's probably a good thing. That's a really good point that you made, Felicia. I, I probably will explore that a little bit more here um, in the future. So, yeah. There's also, I know in Texas specifically, there's a good amount of regulations on how mm-hmm. carry holders can open or concealed carry. Mm-hmm. And so there's options out there for women that may not necessarily fit into the letter of the law. It's kind of a gray area. Mm-hmm. One of those things would be like sticky holsters that you can kind of put in the small of your back. Um, mm-hmm. And they don't necessarily clip on to a belt holster. And so that's a gray area in mm-hmm. the law that we're actually working this session to kind of clean up so that you know, license to carry holders are typically some of the most law-abiding citizens. So if you give them a law that's gray, that's not really fair to them because they are wanting to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I also am very against carrying in a purse or a bag mm-hmm. because it's so easy for someone to just grab that and then, Remove you know, that from you. Or you might not, you probably won't, yeah, you might not have it. Or in a situation yeah. where everything gets crazy, especially in a crowd, you could easily lose mm-hmm. that, drop it, whatever. Well, you and your purse may become separated. Mm-hmm. That's a thought. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm very much one of the few women in my life I hate purses. Mm-hmm. All I need is my credit card and my phone. Um, and I can usually fit that in my cowboy boot or a pocket. And I don't need a purse. I like to keep my hands my hands free. I don't like carrying a bunch of a bunch of crap with me. So so mm-hmm. having some some other options for carry for women, that's definitely you know, I'm talking to you capitalists. This is definitely an area for improvement in the market here. Yeah. Let me ask you this question. This is a little sidetrack because I go through this with Lola all the time. Um 
what the heck is in this? What's in these purses slash bags? Because there's never anything to save me in there. If I need chapstick, there's no chapstick in there. If it what if I need something, it's never in the bag. And I don't. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just being curious about this here. Now Lola is. There's a thing now where the bags are getting real small and lightweight. Well, that's even worse. There's definitely nothing in it. So, what can well, you, you know tell what? me about this? If people would start giving women pockets, we wouldn't probably have to carry as many purses as we do. Do women um, actually want pockets in their stuff, though? <laughs> this is the thing God. that I think. Like, spend I, more time on social media. You should see how excited women get when they're like, I bought this dress. Holy crap, it has pockets. It was uh, now worth every penny I spent on it. Oh, okay. Um, okay. But... They don't yeah, show me the women uh, social media stuff. You know, I noticed that the social media separates. Like, I don't see Lola stuff on social media. You know, yeah. even if even if it's on there that we're married to each other, it doesn't show me her and it probably doesn't show her my stuff. So women like pockets. They just want them hidden is what you're saying. I or... don't care if my pockets are hidden. The oh, okay. worst thing is when I order a pair of jeans online mm-hmm. and they show up and they have fake pockets. What, mm-hmm. what kind of world it makes is no this? sense? Yeah. 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 Okay. Because I don't see women wearing a lot of cargo pants. I do see women that train and stuff like that if we're out on the range, but I don't see. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm not going to make myself any friends, but that's because cargo pants should go away. Like as a whole, (laughs) like unless you're doing something tactical or you're going to the range, Mm -hmm. you only need the four pockets, you know? Um, okay, I beg to differ on that one. <laughs> First of I know, all, I, didn't, I, I said I wasn't going to make any friends with yeah, this Yeah, it's going to start a whole it thing is, right uh, now. Sarge is, Sarge is in blinking mode. He's like, wait a second, how, how do I react? Um, <laughs> but it's a good, it is a good, it is a good conversation. Um, so I like, I wear cargo pants and stuff like that if I'm training, if we're making, if we're out on the range and we do it. But when I'm out and, you know, just doing things, I don't like to have cargo pants and have people use that to identify me as like oh this is what is this guy is he law enforcement or whatever i don't you know so i try to go disguised so i have jeans that are cargo one pants. argument for cargo pants what's up you don't have to sit on your wallet that's oh. all i'm saying yeah it's you can put them in the side pocket you don't have to sit on your wallet yes uh yeah i don't sit in my wallet anyway that's all yeah that's a terrible thing that's a terrible thing you know, so yeah, sitting on the wallet is how lots of dudes get messed up, you know, mm-hmm. especially when you have a lot of stuff in your wallet. But so I like I, I'm the, I I like the idea of jeans that are cargo pants, but you can't tell. So in other words, they look like they have normal pockets, but inside they have more pockets or deeper pockets. Are these the two hundred dollar jeans you were talking about last night? Yes, but there's a but but there's other ones. They sound amazing. Yeah, five dot eleven makes some or uh, or five eleven, however you want to say it. Um, and then other companies now I see are coming out with jeans. They look like jeans and the and they have pockets, but they have hidden pockets in there, so it doesn't look like cargo pants. Hmm. Yeah, I like that. That's more oh, stealthy. That's really good. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Felicia. We got the no, brain I'm just here. confused and mildly disturbed about jeans that are technically cargo pants. Yeah, they're um, hidden. They're hidden. They're that. stealth cargo pants. They're stealth. I mean, as long as I don't have to look at those big saggy pockets, I guess I no, can support the. No, industry. they don't have that. They just look like so. Okay, a tip: the construction of typical jeans, right? For dudes, yeah. I know for women it's it's different, but for dudes, it's two pockets in the front, two pockets in the back. 
So mm -hmm. these jeans are like that, but instead of two pockets, there's maybe like, I mean, like on like a pocket on each side, but in that pocket, there's another pocket, or those pockets go deeper than normally pockets would go. So you can put more things in there. And then on the back, it's the same thing. There's like hidden pockets. So it's really two pockets on each side and they're deeper. So the ones I have, you could put a, like, so for example, there's a little pocket in them that behind me, I could put my backup magazine to what I'm carrying. Right. Right. And, okay. and so I could hide that. No one could see it. And I could put all these different things in my pockets and I'm not wearing cargo pants. So, but they look like jeans. They look like jeans. But that's like, so. I'm, I'm always going to have an extra mag. If mm -hmm. I carry it anywhere, it's going to be in my pocket. I'm not wearing, yeah. I'm not wearing a mag pouch or anything like yeah. that. Well, mag I'm, pouches I'm get off. on my nerves. Yeah. Not doing it. <laughs> nope. Yeah. I've, I've tried to do it and it never works for me. I don't know, Felicia, I don't know where you're at with that one. If you, or if you carry extra magazine or. It depends. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Not if I don't have it on my person, there's one near. In the rare instance, I do have a purse. Mm -hmm. yeah. You should have a backup Mac. Yeah. And the reason being yeah. is not necessarily for the extra ammo, because usually the one Mac would get you out of most situations. Mm -hmm. But if a semi automatic is going to fail, there's a really good chance it's going to be a magazine issue. Mm -hmm. Right. So, yeah. Just an argument for carrying Truth. an extra one. Truth. Yeah. Um, CloverTac says in Texas, open carry has to be in a belt or shoulder holster, period. Okay. Sure. Unless you're in your vehicle. No, you correct. That's, that's true. And so what we're cleaning up is mm -hmm. whether or not a license to carry holder would still have to have their firearm in the, in the belt or shoulder holster while operating a motor vehicle. Because if you have your license to carry and let's say you take off your shoulder holster, and you put it in your front seat, that's technically not allowed. And so I was not clear on that point. Thank you. Um, mm -hmm. Thank you for, for clarifying. And that is actually legislation that we testified on last week. It's cleaning up some of that um, gray language when it comes to license to carry holders in their vehicle, um, whether or not that firearm still has to be in a belt or shoulder. Mm -hmm. so, how how yes. can you thank carry you in a vehicle right that. now? Yeah. How can you carry in a vehicle right now? Because because where I'm at in North Carolina, if your gun was visible in in the passenger seat, that would be okay as long as it's visible. How right. can you carry one in Texas now? Um, concealed. That's it. So in, let's say let's say I have um let's say I'm I'm open carrying and um I get into the vehicle and I want to remove my firearm to properly wear my seatbelt. I don't want the seatbelt hitting my gun or whatever. If I take that off and I put it in my front passenger seat, still in its holster, that would not be allowed. And wow. if I got pulled over, could be, it, it's a crime. <laughs> wow. Hmm. If I hit it, you know, put it in the, my side door, it's more difficult to access, but it is, um, it's legal that way. And so what we're trying to clarify in the law this session is that, you know, people who are carrying would be able to remove that firearm from their person while operating their motor vehicle or in their vehicle. So, you know, some people want to have the magnet under mm -hmm. their dash where they right. can put that's the gun. Right, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, because I've seen, I've seen that kind of stuff. Currently, under Texas law, that's not legal. Okay, because mm -hmm. I have seen that, and I've, I'm pretty sure I've seen people doing that in Texas. 
but I guess it's not legal technically. Sure. So it, it's right. more of an issue for license to carry holders if you're mm -hmm. if you're carrying in your vehicle because of the Texas Castle Doctrine. Mm -hmm. It is not as much of an issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. And 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 that's what that's what we're clarifying. Because, right. like I said earlier, license to carry holders are some of the most law-abiding citizens, and you don't want them to have have any of that gray area. And for people who do carry, you know, um, like we said earlier, men and women carry differently. People with disabilities are going to carry differently. Mm -hmm. um, and we just need to take away the gray area and make sure that people can can carry safely, carry comfortably, but still be able to access their firearm as well. And we heard some really good testimony about that last week of people who had had to take their gun off for one reason or another, and then a situation arose and they weren't able to access their firearm. And, and that's not safe. And it completely negates the entire point of, you know, carrying a firearm. Yeah. So CloverTac um, has a comment here, which y'all, he says, stuff in pockets take away from the curves. I like curves. That's from CloverTac. Um, I tend to agree with that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and he's, then worried about your he's worried about your curves, Hank. Yeah, I, yeah that's the one question. Like, who's curve? <laughs> who's curves? <laughs> we'll, we'll have to get CloverTac to tell us who's curves. Or is it everyone's curves? Is it just the ladies' curves? You know, what's going on here? Dan hates you being a little sarcastic. Huh? Say that again? So if I want to put stuff in my pockets and not have to carry a giant purse, I don't care what you think about my curves. Yeah. That's a cell phone. Yeah. People have it. It's fine. <laughs> exactly. Um, Dan hates you says, boo, the only thing about the 90s was the cargo pads. The only good thing. about, And he's using boo, I'm guessing, you know. Since we were talking about that earlier, the only good thing about That's wait, not cargo true. the music in the '90s was fantastic too. Yeah, wait, cargo pants started in the '90s. Is this truth? I don't know. It's probably the '80s or '90s. Yeah, could be late '80s. I don't know when 90s. they started, but I know that I'd like them to end. <laughs> yeah, Brian Quick says cargo shorts should go away. Uh, Walter Sobachek says cargo shorts are what need to go away. So there we go. Some people. Everyone chiming okay. in. Uh, and Stanley Walnut says, I love cargo pants for my EDC. Uh, so there you go. And CloverTac wants to know, he says, wait a minute. Cargo pockets have many uses outside the whole tactical operator thing. Tradesmen have been wearing them for many years for viable reasons. Okay. So, hey, I yeah. said tactical reasons if you're at the range. But, like, if you're going to dinner... You don't need 12 pockets, right? I'm sorry I've made your entire show about cargo pants. No, I've it's okay. It's okay. Pants. Listen, first of all, the, the, yeah, well, listen, technically the idea of what people need and what they don't need is all, you know, you need what you need, <laughs> right? It's just like someone saying, oh, you guys don't need a hundred guns. Uh, no, I don't need a hundred guns. I need about a hundred thousand. Well, you know, I don't I need, need all them, the guns. but I want them. Yeah. Um, so cargo pants, look, if you want your cargo pants, you can keep your cargo pants. I said already I wear cargo pants, but I prefer to be more stealth out there. Uh, some if you don't want the cargo pants, don't go with the cargo pants. You want to open carry, open carry. You want to conceal carry, conceal carry. You know, it's uh, I think it's all good. You know, so 
I mean, it's yeah. all liberty. Do whatever yeah. you want. Let yeah. me do whatever I want. Yeah. Felicia Stay is against there. cargo pants, though. So, you know, that's oh, all God. right. You know, we're not mad. We're not mad at you, though. We're not mad at you. You know, I don't think I don't think it's so terrible to be against cargo pants. We need to we maybe we just need to modernize it in the current age, I think, you know. Um, so and then also just to answer to what Clovertack was saying about tradesmen, uh, tradesmen have also pioneered butt crackery. Oh, isn't that, did I say that right? Butt crackery. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. So, I mean, you know, just let's just think about that when we're thinking about cargo pants. This is done on a weird tangent. There should be some kind of butt crack flap on pants for people in trades. If if you you know if you really want to engineer, <laughs> if you really want to engineer something for the trades, engineer Might I that. introduce someone to um, the belt? <laughs> the belt <laughs> suspenders. <laughs> suspenders are good things. I don't know who. There's a couple of people that still wear suspenders out there. Just don't wear suspenders in a belt. Really? Or one or the other, you can't wear both. <laughs> Violation, I guess. Violation. Yes. Oh, okay. Mm. I, I was actually thinking about going to that. Suspenders and belt. No, not really. Oh, no. No. <laughs> I've never worn suspenders, so I don't know. Uh, you know, I don't know how that goes. So, okay. Uh, by the way, I see Sanctuary County's out there, so shout out to him. Okay, so I know we, we've hit 8 o'clock. I don't know if you need to go. Felicia, since now we've started this whole thing, everyone can write Felicia, who wants to know about the car her cargo pants stance. Yeah, oh, no. this will be very important <laughs> when Felicia, when you're running for president, this will come back up. They will bring it up will. your stance on cargo pants, and it will also be used as evidence that I pioneered the butt crack, butt flap, on pants. But see, yeah. the thing is, is when I run for president. This is going to be part of the platform. We believe oh. in liberty for all, except for those who want the cargo pants, right? The women will love it. I promise you. Yeah. No. Okay. Okay. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to make light and have fun here. But I know you do have to go. I know you have a limited time. What do you want the yeah. folks out there like hit us with? Uh, you know, with with the pitch here for GOA Texas and this uh, constitutional carry that's coming up. Yeah, absolutely. So our constitutional carry hearing is Thursday. If you're in Texas, we need you to do one of two things. You need to show up to the Capitol on Thursday, and there's information on how to do that at gunowners.org slash Texas. If you can't make it to Austin, but you are in Texas and you want to submit your written comments, you have until the committee hearing ends on Thursday. So basically just plan to have them in by midnight on Thursday and you'll be in the clear. Um, and you can find that information again at gunowners.org slash Texas. If you guys have questions, you, someone said to impeach me. <laughs> if you guys have questions, <laughs> oh you can send me an email. It's fbull at gunowners.org. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to answer any questions, help, help my fellow Texans with testimony Mm -hmm. and it's important. You know, Mm -hmm. we have the ability to make, make a real difference this session. And that only happens when, when dedicated gun owners get involved. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Thank you for the work that you're doing. Um, thanks for coming on here. I would definitely yeah. encourage folks to uh, pay attention to this. Even if you're not in Texas, you can uh, get in touch with your friends and family that are in Texas and make them aware of this and, you know, definitely have them go to the GOA link, which is easy to find. Just If you just Google GOA Texas, it's going to come up. You can go there and you could track yeah. this down if you're, if you're listening to it. Um, and Sanctuary County says GOA link to my website. Um, you know, thanks for doing the good work, Felicia. It was great meeting you. Hopefully we'll yeah. get you to come back here on the show. Absolutely. Yeah. Let us know how this goes. And um, are you, before I forget, is there going to be any kind of live thing that you guys are streaming on Thursday? Um, for folks so, who want to see that. Yeah. So everything will actually be streamed at Texas legislature online. Mm-hmm. It's usually much cleaner than than the service that we can get in the mm-hmm. Capitol. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so we look for that. And by the way, how many times do you hear, being that your name is Felicia, how many times do you hear people go, bye, Felicia? How many times, times do you have count. to deal with that? <laughs> more more times than I can count. But um, my, my thing is, is, yeah, you can love to tell me bye, but you're going to hate to see me leave because I'm always a good time. There you go. You know, (laughs) um, I would agree with that, Felicia. I think you are fun, and I think people are just having fun with you. Like, Brick says, no cargo pants, bye, Felicia. Laugh out loud. Uh, Brian Woodward (laughs) wants to get in a bye, Felicia. You know, uh, LV Louis Cypher, he's being classy. He says, stay safe and healthy, Felicia. I appreciate it. Yes. And 42 Chilled says, thanks, Felicia. Keep up the fight. Richard Monder also says, thank you. And there you go. Um, so thanks so much for, for what you're doing there. We really yeah, do appreciate it. Thank you. you guys. Thank you. All right. Good night. <laughs> Bye. Good night. That, that was fun. Yes. Felicia's fun. Yeah. There you go. So, um, sounds like she's doing some good work down there in Texas. Absolutely. Yes. And everyone's saying thank you or whatever. I know a few people couldn't resist the by Felicia thing. Look, it was it was it was percolating in my brain. I wasn't going to say anything. You all said it. You should all be ashamed of yourselves. I can't say I didn't think it. <laughs> Shame on you. Shame on you. Um, Boss Hog said I'd hang out with Felicia. She was awesome. Hopefully, she and Brian Woodward says sorry. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> um, hopefully, Felicia will come back and hang out with us again. Um, and Cowboy Hillbilly says Felicia Bull is uh, is feisty on the GOA Texas Facebook page. Awesome, she was great. I I think it was awesome. This is my first time meeting her, so um, there you go. So um, and what is this? Kathleen Music Lover says, "Come on, guys, learn how to spell." What is that? What, what do we probably in the comments somewhere? Yeah. Listen, Kathleen Music Lover, this is the internet. You don't have to learn how to spell. All right, phonetics works here. Oh my gosh! No, no, you don't agree with that, Sarge. Okay, <laughs> that's this is obviously this is obviously a thing for you. <laughs> I here, here's what I believe: this is the internet. You don't have to learn how to spell. Honestly, that's my stance on it. <laughs> so there you go. All right, listen, Sarge, <laughs> you're here to talk about your giveaway, right? I'm here for other reasons, but yeah, yes. we can talk about yeah, it. I'd love to, to. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we we enjoy having you here. But uh, you have a giveaway going on. Are there cargo pants involved in this giveaway? We may have to add them. We may yes. have to add 
a uh, special a cargo, an on-duty worn pair of cargo pants. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. See if someone, so if there's some company that you like that makes uh, clothing that makes some jeans that are that are like stealth cargo pants. Come on, Gizzard Gary says uh, the giveaway will be on the Gun Snob this Saturday, uh, March 27th at 9:30 p.m. Central. So there you go. I I have a feeling yes. you know this Gizzard Gary dude. Oh yeah, we know Gizzard. Yeah, he's part of the giveaway. Yes, and Snob exactly. was on your show a couple weeks ago, wasn't he? Uh, uh, the gun snob. Uh, I think he, I don't know. My brain cells have died from a couple of weeks ago. I don't know. Yeah, he, that he may or may not be. You guys went to Texas to the uh, really the okay. Gundies. Oh yes, right. <laughs> uh, is the gun snob the gun snob is the farmer? Yeah, he's Oklahoma. Huh? From Oklahoma. He's yes. From Oklahoma. He is the guy who was he was he was awesome, by the way. It was great to have him on. Here's the thing. The gun snob. By the way, is he out there? Oh yeah. I'm He's gonna do chat. my impersonation of the gun snob right now. He was all he was all talking to us and everything, and then we started the chat. This is what the gun snob did. <laughs> he literally went like that. And I was like, okay, what's happening? You just made my night. <laughs> so he knows he did that. He knows he did it. I'm not we making it up. Talk. We kept telling him to talk, and he just sat there. <laughs> he just got real super shy all of a sudden. I was like, what just happened? This guy was just, he was just talking to us and everything. <laughs> so, but that was cool. We'll We'll have him on again. We'll see if he does. We'll do a countdown to, re, to, uh, yeah, well, it'll be fun, and not to tell you what to do, but uh-huh. maybe one time you can have like our little group on here that are doing this giveaway because we uh-huh. get to go in pretty good. Oh, okay, yes, absolutely. So t- t- hit us with the giveaway stuff. Let me see if I could pull it. Okay. Up here. First of all, mm-hmm. from Live Free Armory, they were nice enough to donate a fully outfitted, customized Glock 26 with their custom slide on it, where they they did work on the frame. I've got. I've got a Glock 19 that they did, and I've got a Glock 17 that I did. I got the 17 video up mm-hmm. and on my channel, but I am and and I also have a P365 video mm-hmm. that I got a slide from them, and I am super impressed with their work. Okay, Chris is a super nice guy to 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 deal with and to get along with, and we told him we were doing a giveaway because Snob hit 20,000 subs. Oh, cool. I'm getting close to 10,000, which oh, awesome. hopefully I can. I yeah. can get there before go, we get to go the, subscribe the to to C4 Defense right now if you're listening to this. Go subscribe. Um, get him up to ten thousand. Obnoxious one that's involved in the giveaway. He mm-hmm. crested five thousand. He's like at almost six thousand. Probably is at six thousand cool. actually this week. Mm-hmm. He's doing good. And Gizzard Gary, who's out in the chat, he went from just under a thousand to like sixteen or seventeen hundred. Where everyone's getting a little bit of momentum. So oh. we wanted to celebrate. Mm-hmm. So we gathered, we got some good donations, and I'm telling you, this is absolutely free. Mm-hmm. And if, I don't know whether I can put a link in the chat. I'm gonna uh, try. Give me a link. Yeah, if you put a link in our internal chat, and I will uh, go to that link. Uh, for people. Because how, how, oh, how, um, how do people enter this giveaway? Is it on Facebook or? It's, it's you just go to this website, click on that link. And it's through Gleam. It's the one of the little apps that 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 does all the different multiple entries. Mm-hmm. You can you can enter so many different ways. The most important, in addition to subscribing, 
to our channels is sharing. You get a ton of give, uh, giveaway entries for sharing. Yeah. Every one time somebody enters and uses your link, I think it's you get like 900 more entries. Mm-hmm. So you can really up your chances by by sharing and getting oh, okay. other people to enter. And I just, put it, I just put it in the chat out there for folks. And then also let me um, show you guys this what this page looks like. So here it goes. It's gleam.io and... Um, uh, what is it? XXMJC slash hens dash subscriber dash celebration dash giveaway. Yes. So, if, um, or if nothing, if all else fails, just go to one of our channels. Go to my channel. I got a video up that's got mm-hmm. the link in the descriptions. Um, the Gun Snob has one. Obnoxious One has one. And Gizzard Gary has one. On, we've got videos on our channel. And, and the links are in there on how to enter. So if all else fails and you forget that, how to do it, just find one of our channels. Yeah, so and here, I'll throw easy. your channel up right now. So here's the yes. here's the video. I'll just play it without the audio. Um, I won't listen, man, you couldn't go sideways on this camera? I like, wanted to do a short because I wanted to get uh, all the information out there quick. Yeah, but it's obviously your phone. How about you go horizontal? Uh, you know. I'll do another one tomorrow. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We got it up here. <laughs> Everyone go there and complain. Oh, let me see. Oh, you know what? Yes. Let's boom. I'm going to subscribe. I guess the podcast wasn't subscribed to you, so I'm going to smash Ooh. the subscribe button. Um, uh, and then I'm going to comment, which is very important. Oh, yeah. I got little pictures of everything. You'll see a quick flash of the Glock 26, or you may have already played. I'm watching it right now. Yeah, let me see. Um, um, did you? Let me see. Let me go back, see if I can go back to the, the Glock 26. Uh, is this it? Oh, yeah. In this little tiny thing right here, in this little tiny square thing. You know? I mean, seriously, Sarge. <laughs> there you the go. other guys a knife have, horizontal, vi- have vertical, <laughs> horizontal videos where I, just, I did the vertical, and I apologize. I'm just teasing you. I'm just teasing you. It's all good. <laughs> Boom. But we've got that. Mm-hmm. That's the grand prize. And in addition on the grand prize, you're going to get a gift certificate to verse carry holster so you can get mm-hmm. a holster for your new glock 26 if you win mm-hmm. you're gonna get some uh some stuff to put in it mm-hmm. probably of the of the nine millimeter design you'll get some of those to go with it mm-hmm. and and now all this is pending you have to be legal to receive it you have to or all legalities apply and you're gonna get a really cool knife now i don't know whether we've got four cool knives in there we've got uh, a Boker Stubby Strike. We've got the classic Buck 110. Mm. Um, we have what else is the other ones? We've got an old timer, uh, old timer Trapper, and I forgot what the last one is. Okay. Anyway, so, the guys. Someone will let us know. Try. I see Giz- Gary saying that there's some very nice pocket knives also. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, that's that's the grand prize. Yeah. And the gun snob says Hank doesn't know what shorts are. Because I guess uh, Sanctuary Counties is saying YouTube shorts are a thing. Oh yeah, so that's a so that's why you did that, right? You were doing like a YouTube short yes. or something. Yeah, it's a YouTube short video. Yeah. Okay. Hoping to get a little bit more play, but I won't. I won't get a whole lot more play. I really just oh, want okay. the people to see it and how to how to share it. Yeah. Okay. There you go. But everyone here should fast. share that. Everyone here who's hanging out with us right now. Share this, participate in it. You know, what's it going to hurt? You could win some cool stuff. Enter. Uh, and I and call share dibs. Your link, mm-hmm. Share your link when you enter, and then you'll get more entries. That's what you should do. Yeah. 
Um, Bricks says, oh, just give it to me. You won't even have to ship it. That's from Bricks. That's, that's a good idea. Yeah. No, we got to be uh, fair to the people. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> yeah. Now, that's not the only thing that's in there. That's just the grand prize. Okay. Second prize is a SAR B6C, which is a, yeah. another of the 9mm variety. I think I have some pictures of this stuff, actually, right? I think you sent some pictures. Hold on. Let me see if I can get the pictures out here. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I know I'm listening yeah, to you while it. you're talking. We've uh, got that. There's some nine to go with it, and there'll be another knife. And there, there's going to be some other stuff in there. There's going to yeah. be some patches and decals and stuff like that. I'm just listing the big stuff. Yeah. Third place, or excuse me, second place. Let me is let me see if I can another, run in the screen of that. Uh, let's see. So there, a, there we go. Slide. Yeah. So oh, there's the there's got. the nine. There's the nine. What is this? Where do I see our screen? B six C. Yes. And that's what is the name of this gun? Saroslavov. Sar USA. Oh, okay. I don't yeah. think I've ever so, shot one of these guns. So that one is that is for that is the first place one. Yeah. Of course, grand prize is the Glock. It looks first good. place is the Sar. Mm -hmm. No, and it's a good functioning gun. Mm -hmm. If you'll go to obnoxious ones. YouTube channel. He mm -hmm. has a video on the exact gun mm -hmm. that's being given away. The only time it's been used is in the video. Okay. So he has got a video on that. Um, yeah, there's third, a third. Thanks Glock. to the Free Armory, or excuse me, second place, they're giving away a Glock 17 MOS compatible slide, mm -hmm. one of their custom slides, mm -hmm. which are fantastic, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, he, Chris donated one of those. And, of course, there's another knife and mm -hmm. some patches and mm -hmm. decals. And then the third place is a Manus X training system, so you could do some dry fire training. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, get some, especially during an ammo shortage, mm -hmm. why wouldn't you want to do that? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there's the that's one of the slides. Mm -hmm. That's from my video right there. But that's one of the slides. There's the Glock 26. I'm, I'm sure I'm a little bit behind yeah. when I'm watching the, yeah. the feed. Right. But yeah, there's some of the stuff right there. But, uh some really, really good prices. I don't know the total value. I'm sure a few thousand dollars total for all this stuff being given away, but it's all completely free. Many, many ways to enter. You can go to, uh, like, like I said, go into my channel, go into Obnoxious's, Gizzards, The Gun Stop, go into Live Free Armory's channel. All that gets you entries. Uh, go into GunnersDen.com, going over there, checking them out, gets you entries. So all this stuff is ways to enter yeah. and sharing is the key. If somebody uses your link, you get a bunch of entries. Yeah, Gizzard Gary says C4, don't forget the scope from SS Pawn. Okay, that's that's the other thing. That's all the stuff that you're entering there. Now we're doing this giveaway live on mm -hmm. Saturday this Saturday night at 10:30. So if you enter now, you don't have to wait a month. Mm -hmm. Hold on. Hopefully it'll be quiet. Yeah. It's it's cool. You, Nothing wrong with you. Don't you don't know, have to wait. We keep a it real around the giveaway. here. Uh -huh. The giveaway is winding down. It's mm -hmm. this Saturday night. Mm -hmm. So if you show up to the Gun Snobs channel for the giveaway, mm -hmm. which is in my video and in, in everybody's video, we got a link to the actual giveaway when it takes place. We're going to give us some stuff away for people that are in the chat. Mm -hmm. Just extra stuff. Mm -hmm. We've got a Riton optic from stan at ss pawn he donated that and we've got a few other things there's a few things coming in mm -hmm. and uh we're that'll be for people that are there during, in the chat during that video cool yeah. yeah so you guys are yeah you guys are doing a nice little giveaway there for the folks out there and probably good odds of folks winning something 
you know oh, yeah um so i would say get up on it if you if you'd like to get some uh cool free stuff and then i see people saying that the sar is like a desert eagle copy it probably is it's like the uh maybe like the baby eagle i don't know but it's yeah it's a copy of the jericho 941 uh, desert eagle. yes because it's from sar is from okay. turkey and it looks like several of those designs mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. change yeah. companies over there and all look very very similar I've noticed that. Yeah, so there you go. Um, someone, I see some folks saying that uh, Coulion Noir is on Fox News, probably talking about that particular thing that went down. Um, so I'll probably catch that later. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so one thing, that, that's one of the things I like about Coulion Noir, although I know some people have some issues with him. He's a guy that's he's still out there working and able to get out there and make some very good responses um, you know, especially off the cuff and all that to things that are going on. Go ahead, Sarge. He he has some very good responses. Very very well spoken. Very he he thinks about things from a different angle sometimes than the rest of us do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it, and it's good. Yeah. So um, I saw he he put up something responding to uh, to Biden falling down the steps going up to the plane. I think, and he says it's like if you do step control. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that, but anyway. No, I didn't see his response. Yeah. I saw the incident. Yeah. Now, I did see that. I don't know if you have a thing about it. Look, you know what? Honestly, I would say that it wasn't all of that. Like, he tripped. He fell. He picked himself up. He got up to the top there. He did he, his salute or whatever. I mean, it, you know. He he tripped, and then he tried to play it off and ended up tripping it again. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's trying to he tried to play it off and then ended up tripping again. It's yeah. not, and at least but yes for how old is that dude? And I'm not trying to defend Biden. I'm not a fan of Biden at all. Yeah, seventy eight, seventy eight year old. He could have just tumbled all the way down the steps right there. Oh, he he yeah. gets around pretty good. Yeah, I mean they should have had someone actually carrying his old butt up the up the steps. But you know uh, we try to show strength, and sometimes in the process of trying to show strength. Uh, we trip and fall. Just caught a toe. Yeah. He just caught a toe on the edge of the step. Yeah. It happens. It, it happens to all of us. It happens to all of us. Um, so I don't really think it's that big of a deal, to be honest with you. I don't know what people think about it, but uh, Richard Maunder says Harris put tripwires out for Biden. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, but I do I do kind of agree with the analogy of stair control, right? You know, like have you has that ever happened to you that you stubbed your toe on something or you've tripped and then you're mad at the thing? Think about oh, it. Oh yeah, right. We're mad at oh, like yeah. this damn whatever, right? Or like if you're like my kids when they were younger would leave Lego around and I would step on the Lego. Oh, oh now I'm mad at Legos. Yeah, you know the entire so- corporation. Yeah, so this is kind of an analogy. Things, bad things happen. Sometimes people use guns. We're mad at the guns. The inanimate objects in the equation, we're mad at them. Like people, like mm-hmm. this guy who obviously, um, you know, has, and the political leanings of this guy that did this latest thing is not what people think. This is like a, someone who hates Trump, you know, all kinds of stuff if you guys want to look into that. But, you know, does that mean we get mad at people like that or people who have that name or who come from the same place as that guy? You know, no. Does that. So this is the thing. When you want to get mad at the inanimate object, 
you can do that and blame anything. You can blame cars when people use cars or knives or if, if people use, you know, create some kind of fire or do this thing or that thing, a plane or whatever. And we can say, oh, these damn planes, you know. Well, just look at like like you just said. OK, so there was a shooting. I, I'm very sorry that there was a, a loss of life and, and that that large of a loss of life. Mm -hmm. But. Like you just said, do you blame the object? I mean, how many people die every year because of drunk driving? Mm -hmm. There, mm -hmm. and how many people die in car accidents every year versus the good that 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 comes from mm -hmm. transportation yeah. of you know goods of being able to get back and forth to work and going and doing things you need to do? There's, I mean, it weighs in the for for a society we have weighed out those benefits. Dan mm -hmm. Driving is the most dangerous thing you could do. Mm -hmm. It is absolutely the yeah. most dangerous thing you could do. Yeah. Versus any type of these. Now these events are more horrific, horrific a shooting like this, but it's not more dangerous than driving, not yeah. at all. And yet we let the people that we love the most in the world do it, right? So we let our significant other spouses or whatever do it, our children go out there and drive. We teach them how to drive. We drive with them, you know, and, and we yep. try to train them and nurture them into safety when driving. And that's the same thing. You know, I always tell people, I use the same analogy. Living in Florida, there's nothing, there's nothing in Florida except pools and bodies of water. Right. So if you're going to live in Florida and you have kids and you're not going to teach your kids to swim or when they're young, you're not going to be careful and make sure they don't come in contact with those bodies of water, then, you know, it's the same kind of thing. You can't ban the things and solve the problem. No, not you at know? all. Not at all. And this is kind well, of I mean, a problem that we have. Well, down there where, you, where you're at, there, mm -hmm. there's no... There's not a hole in the ground. Every hole in the ground fills with water mm -hmm. because of the water table. So like you yeah. said, you have to know how to swim right. or, and what to avoid near those bodies of water. Right. Yeah. Like alligators and everything else. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff. I mean, you got to gotta know. Yeah. There's a, st a lot of stuff to avoid around here. Absolutely. A lot of stuff that'll get you down there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that's the thing. But I get I understand why we have that reaction. Look, if if un, if unfortunately you lose your kid in a car accident, you're mad about it, you know, and it's a car that you probably bought for your kid. Right. Or somehow help them to own. But it's not the car. Mm -hmm. It's not the car. There's other mm -hmm. things that happen there. You know, um, maybe your kid made a mistake and that wound up being tragic. Maybe someone else made a mistake or did the wrong thing by drinking and driving or some other some other uh, way was impaired when they were driving. Yes. This is this is what happens there and we try to mitigate that, but ultimately we all do it. We all drive around and we take that risk and things could happen. Bad things could happen. I mean you have to take the risk. You can't just stay at home and be protected from everything. You have to take that risk and go out there. Mm -hmm. So Yeah. We're all okay with a little bit of risk. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think that's just, you know, I but I, I know that people aren't looking at this with any kind of logic, so um you know, Kathleen Music Lover says banning cured alcoholism during the prohibition, not. Were they trying? Were they trying to stop alcoholism during Prohibition, or was it just like a religious thing where people felt like alcohol was of the devil or something like that? I'd say it probably had a lot to do with money as well. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Think about this. I always talk about alcohol. Could you 
if alcohol never existed through all the years, could you invent alcohol now and make it legal with all the stuff that comes along with it? Oh, I think alcohol you was probably pro- couldn't. No, I think alcohol was probably one of the first inventions. <laughs> We're going to invent alcohol. Oh, I know. Yeah. I'm just saying. Uh-huh. What if it didn't exist? All of a sudden, right. oh, look at this creation. Okay, and so then you see all the havoc that it wreaks. Right, right. You couldn't do it. Um. Yeah, but that's... Uh, I understand what you're saying, but it's almost like saying if we could, yeah, I get it. But alcohol is one of those things that's naturally occurring. Oh, yes. You're, oh, you're right about that. Yeah. You're right. So I think that that's the problem with that, right? It's naturally occurring. I mean, my whole, so I remember my mom being able to make alcohol out of any damn thing. My mother used to make rice wine, mango wine, any fruit, she could make liquor out of that thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So, and I think alcohol is the same thing. I know that um, there's obviously people who abuse it, but my parents always let us drink a little bit and stuff like that if we wanted to. Most of the time, they're like, oh, it doesn't taste so good. But Well, the ones that the parents that, that completely shield their kids from it are kind of causing a problem. I'm not saying mm-hmm. let the kids do anything, not mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. But you have to teach them about what it is so they know how to handle themselves because you don't want somebody else exposing them to alcohol like that before mm-hmm. maybe you expose them or show them like this yeah. is you know yeah i think if you're going to do something be responsible absolutely i know? think that's the way to deal with things so it's not you know it's not this thing that you get into and you just jump into without any kind of uh supervision or anything like that 42 chilled i mm-hmm. see is throwing up Causes of death, heart disease, uh, cancer, it's throwing up all these different um, things up there. But I think that, you know, that's all logic, right? Do these do, do people out there really care about logic? Uh, Sometimes it gets completely uh, overlooked. Yeah, Boss Hog says, I'm, I'm drinking right now, riding the porch. <laughs> it's just like when they talk about, oh, when they good. talk about gun control, they pick the one tool that does the least amount of damage to the to spend their focus on because mm-hmm. you know of all gun control what is it like roughly mm-hmm. 300 either uh, homicides or suicides a year are attributed mm-hmm. to rifles mm-hmm. and and then a smaller percentage of that would be the quote unquote assault weapons mm-hmm. and they put all their focus on just a little tiny percentage point Mm-hmm. of what the actual of what's causing yeah what's causing yeah, death to and, people. And it's not going to help anyway but i'm just saying they put all their focus on something that couldn't possibly do any good mm-hmm. it couldn't possibly it could maybe eliminate half a percent yeah what what, what have done statistically zero done no good yeah everyone's throwing up now in the chat what they uh what they're drinking so uh brick says he's drinking moonshine right now boss hog's drinking Ooh. That's uh, uh I, well, I think Bricks is local, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> okay. I live I live in the mountains. That's a North Carolina thing. <laughs> oh, it's a North Carolina and Tennessee thing. That's oh. for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, everyone's drinking. You can let us know what you're drinking. Uh, what is this? Uh, who? Someone? Stanley Walnut says he's drinking Dunkin' Jumbo decaf. Okay, I'm drinking a vitamin water. I had my uh. I had my uh, Mountain Dew Zero, my Diet Mountain Dew Zero in here, whatever that is. A little bit. Is that like code for something? No, it's, it's no, no, no. Oh. It's not spiked. Oh, okay. Just check it. Do you want to be good to go for the show. Oh, okay. Do you partake of the moonshine? 
It's it's I I, I have it. You can buy it, obviously over the counter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Do you? No, it's good stuff when mm-hmm. it's done right. No, it's some real good stuff. How do you know if it's good stuff? <sighs> I mean, I can't do the shake the bottle stuff. I can't. I don't. But yeah. those the old timers that made the stuff themselves, they could tell you about like but how the bubbles it. rise in it. Uh-huh. The old timers that that make it, and it's it's still made. Don't get me wrong. It is still made up in the hills. That's, oh, I'm, I'm that's pretty not an exaggeration. sure it is. Yeah. yeah. That's not an exaggeration because mm-hmm. I'm from, and I know <clears throat> if we're going to talk about moonshine and mm-hmm. and you, you got to talk about popcorn something, there's many a day. I've seen him driving around and because and he's from here. So there's many a day. I, I was, uh, I, all, I know all that stuff's out there, mm-hmm. but like I like some of the name brand stuff like, like Old Smoky companies like that they make some good stuff and do you ever do you ever come up to the mountains uh north carolina i've been up there before i, I probably need I'll to tell you what you should do mm-hmm. you should go to gatlinburg mm-hmm. which is just to the west of us mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff to do out there it's mm-hmm. where bud's gun shop is over in pigeon forge and uh oh. and that stuff okay and uh, Smoky Mountain Knife Works, because mm-hmm. we've all gotten into knives lately since ammo is hard to find. Mm-hmm. You go to the world's largest gun sh- uh, knife shop. Mm-hmm. But if you go over there, you can go sample all those stuff at the distillery. So you can pick one out that you like. Oh, cool. Sample them. Yeah. I am not very good with alcohol. Um, so I don't ve- I don't drink very often. Uh, Lola, well, at least you know that. Though. Yeah. Lola is the alcohol type of person. Really, for me, what like I've noticed. So coffee, for example, puts me to sleep. If I have coffee, I am knocked out. If I drink, I get knocked out. Lola Lola thinks it's really amusing. You know, sometimes she'll give me something to drink and I'll be gone. Yeah. Done. <laughs> yeah. Checking out. Yeah, when she's tired of me talking, she's like, "Oh, here you go." Um and I, so yeah, I can't I definitely can't do any of the hard stuff or anything like that. Um but I know, you know, like my friends who drink, I had a friend that he would put the he would put the moonshine like on the floor or something like that and light it. And I guess that's how you oh, tell. Yeah. Do you know about that one? Like, I if, guess, uh, are you looking at the color of the flame? or what's... Blue, blue flame is good. There's sometimes it's a, it's a white flame. It doesn't even exist. Mm-hmm. That's the hot stuff. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, Anybody that can drink that stuff, stuff straight is, man, mm-hmm. they're tough. That yeah. stuff is, ugh. Yeah. But mixed with something, it could be pretty good. Yeah. Uh, John Doe says, Lola, party girl? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Uh, so Stanley Walnut says he doesn't drink alcohol. Everyone's, everyone's different. Like, so I am like this naturally. So where I'm just boisterous and all, all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And I could be tired. Like today, I, I'm uh, not necessarily, I'm, I'm beat just because we had a rough, like, busy week last week. But once I started... I say you went to PSA, didn't you? Yeah, we went to the uh, South Carolina thing. Did you Did you go out there? I, I didn't go. I was going to go with my cool. buddy from... Yeah. With my buddy from Gunner's Den, mm-hmm. but I was starting back to work, and and I, I traveled the day before. Mm-hmm. I went and bought a building, because I'm building a studio outside. I'm mm-hmm. building a new studio so I can get some more videos done oh, and, cool. and do some more live streams and stuff. I have a dedicated area, mm-hmm. so... I was wore out from the day before yeah. and I just, I just couldn't go. I'm sure it was pretty neat. Yeah. I'm sure it was very neat. Cause it's only like an hour and a half for me where that's at. Yeah. It was good. And they did it for a couple of days. I think on Thursday mm-hmm. they kind of canceled the day because of bad weather, 
which did it mm-hmm. kind of didn't materialize it was kind of iffy it was like there was bad weather in parts of south carolina i guess and actually that, yeah. across that swath of the country um but it was cool i hope they do something like that again i'll be honest with you um, i think they did it last year too didn't they no i think this is the first year that they did the gathering oh. at the saw have you been to the sawmill uh training no. before okay no yeah it's 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 cool out there I like open ranges like that. It seems like they have a cool mm-hmm. facility there. You know what? Look, it, a lot of us didn't realize, I think, in 2020, in January of 2020, that was going to be the last SHOT Show. I don't know if we're going to get one in January of 2022. Um, I don't know if it's going to be in Vegas. I don't know if we're going to get another NRA show, although I think there's supposed to be one maybe see i was torn about that that psa event because i was like and i was thinking that i was like you know they didn't have shot show is it gonna be like that but i just i didn't i didn't pre-plan enough it's my own fault for not mm-hmm. knowing i didn't pre-plan enough i i should have i just didn't yeah so that's my fault no i mean i understand you know i think that um they'll probably it'll probably get better in time i think it was kind of like a mix of SHOT Show Media Day and then SHOT Show itself. So they had some tents out there and they had uh, different companies that were there in the tents. And then there there were some companies that had ranges set up so they were shooting their Mm -hmm. stuff. And folks, everyone that was coming through there could go shoot the thing. you know how limited was ammo how how limited was yeah i mean it was limited i mean even when i was going to do stuff they were giving me like four rounds and stuff and i was like seriously yeah you know but i get it it's not you know it's just like a shot show or any of these other events right really i like shooting like what are you going to do shooting a gun at these events you do it because okay the company's showing off their thing and they're giving their spiel but that doesn't that there's no way the same as me having that gun here on the range and actually shooting oh. it and doing whatever we want to do with it. So. No, I mean, because I've been to SHOT Show twice now, mm-hmm. and you can get a little bit of a feel for something. Yeah, but, but like you just said, you get one mag, and and if I really like something, I was like, hey, can I shoot another mag? They'd be like, well, okay, yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. But it's not the same as having it and taking some controlled shots and then, you know, doing different things yeah you trying just, different kinds of ammo taking it apart letting see different that people handle it i mean you get some a little bit of familiarity with it you get some maybe some good pictures and some good video and that's about what you get at it yeah you don't really you can't tell how awesome it is or how bad it is yeah you know and what i could say uh, is this so i look at any of these kinds of shows and a lot of times when this when these shows happen we i do videos sometimes i never so even at SHOT Show, people will invite you to indoor ranges, and I don't mind going there and looking at things or talking to people, but I don't want to go there to make videos, because in, indoors, I mean, especially you're inside the range, everyone, like, what, what are you getting out of that with all the noise and everything, right? Um, that's hard, especially if somebody's shooting a big caliber. Yeah. Shooting indoors can be rough. Inevitably, that's happening. But the thing that I think about when you're doing something like at these shows... Uh, especially shooting it or even just handling the gun is I feel like I'm a guest in these people's house, right? You're like a guest in their booth or whatever. Are you really going to go, no, your gun sucks, you bastards? (laughs) Probably not there. No, I mean, I don't, you know, and I'm not a rude person. I think there are questions that I like to ask companies and try to ask them different questions that other people Mm -hmm. aren't doing, you know, and and push the boundaries a a little bit. But, you know, we still have to um, have... Um, 
you know, some kind of, uh, what's the best way to put it? I don't know, etiquette or, you know, understanding mm-hmm. that you're, you're in someone's thing. So you're being polite, you know, mm-hmm. and you're saying, okay, cool. The, the best way for me to really get an idea of something is to have it and then have it for a long time. People always ask me how I feel about something after I've shot it one time and it's kind of tough. Well, it's like, it's like going and test driving a car. Yeah. You could test drive that car and you get an initial impression, but it, as you drive it for a week or so after that, you start noticing things. Like at first, I guess you're just kind of excited. Mm-hmm. And maybe you didn't hear that little rattle. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you didn't hear, feel that little, that little vibration that mm-hmm. you start feeling later. It's the same thing with this. It's mm-hmm. it's same concept. Yeah. Well, I didn't notice that this gun did this. Or, mm-hmm. oh, well, that is a little bit different. Or, you know, yeah. you can't do that in the first, here's half a magazine. Yeah. Tell me all your impressions on this. Right. Very seldom, and it has happened to me, I don't know if it's happened to you, but very seldom can I immediately figure out whether I like something or not. And now I'll tell you honestly, one of my things that I knew immediately I didn't like it, and I'll see if you have one, um, bump stocks. (laughs) Every time I tried a bump stock, I was like, this is nonsense. (laughs) But I agree with bump stocks having the right to exist. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, is actually a guy I was training. He bought one and, and installed it, and uh, he was super proud of it. And I looked at it, and he showed me how it worked. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Hope you enjoy it." Right. I I never asked one time to shoot it. Oh, you didn't even try, right? Nope. Yeah. Because we, I mean, he was showing it to me at the house, and because I have a range here, but it was when he was showing it to me, I was over at his house. So we, he came over and shot it, but I'm like, "Nope, I'm good." Yeah. It just it just wasn't for me. I'm not against them. Not at all. I was never Just able I was never able to get them to work properly. And so it's, people would always say, Oh no, you gotta try this out and I would try it out and it's like a completely it's counterintuitive, you know, and it just didn't I was like, This doesn't make any kind of sense for me. But I don't have a yeah, problem it with it existing. It just doesn't make No, yeah. no, me neither. It just wasn't for me. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like it's like I was saying before, like we were talking about open carry and concealed carry mm-hmm. i am glad like north carolina has open carry mm-hmm. thankful for that don't want that to go anywhere mm-hmm. i prefer concealed carry yeah and it's just like you know how people can bump fire um guns eat real mm-hmm. easy i can't do that either so I, yeah. well, I think you could with a little bit of practice yeah i, I don't I, i'm not sure that i really would want to now i enjoy firing machine guns you know oh yeah you know that's awesome. That's fun. Um, and I'm a I'm a FFL SOT all that kind of stuff, but I'm probably mm-hmm. not interested in having any machine guns right now. <laughs> no, not right now. No, one they're really expensive. Um, you know, there's just a whole bunch of things that I'm like, yeah, I don't think. And I, and I have friends that collect them to be to be honest with you, and that's always the best thing. It's like a boat. It's always better to have friends with a boat. Oh than yeah, to own a boat yourself. Oh yeah. Way better. Just have a friend with a boat. That's better than having your own boat. Yeah. <laughs> I know that seems kind of selfish. Tell me, oh, is there something that you saw at a show immediately and you're like, yeah, I don't like this? Um, oh, gosh. Now you put, I, I, I wish I could have thought about that ahead of time. Yeah. I'm sure there was. Yeah, I'll, I'll, oh, go ahead. Hit me. Like, um, there was one thing I saw. And I, I think it's unfortunate the company went out of business because mm-hmm. I'm not sorry that it existed. But the folding lock. Oh, folding lock. I think lock. you had one. I have one. I saw that. I still do. And I was just like, 
That's not for me. Mm-hmm. Not for you. I understand that's, that. That's not for me. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I think it's probably not for a lot of people. I I think it's awesome. And the company, um, I think they went out of business because of bad business practices or whatever that I've gone into before, not because of the mm-hmm. idea of it. I think they're like, I always tell people that everything's not for everyone. Oh, exactly. Some people get upset about that stuff, but just mm-hmm. because I don't like it doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Combat Gaming says it was cool getting to meet y'all at the sawmill. Same here. Um, yeah, I think that everyone... So I like the folding Glock because there's things I could do with that that work for me. And I'm not bothered by that mechanism folding. Now, I know some people say, well, I don't need a Glock to fold. And I get that. But I like it being able but to fold. Where I, could, I could put it... You know, in different you have places. a use for it. Yeah, that's like I can't show it to you because we're mm-hmm. live. Mm-hmm. But I have one of the coolest things here that I didn't think that I would like. What is until it? I went over there? I went over there with uh, my buddy Josh that runs GunnersDen.com. Mm-hmm. He used to be the editor for ConcealedCarry.com, mm-hmm. and we went over there and did a video at Trailblazer Firearms on the lifeguard. Oh, the lifeguard. He the was, life card. He was developing yeah. the the life card. He yeah. was developing the polymer version. Mm-hmm. And Aaron, that owns that company, is super cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't think all that much about him until I went over there and I talked to him, and he kind of told me the why and the how. Mm-hmm. And I've got one of them, the polymer version, mm-hmm. and I absolutely love it. I didn't think I would. I absolutely love it. It's. If you get a chance to get one, it is the coolest little thing to have. Mm-hmm. And everyone I show it to, they just love it. They love it. It's just, so, That's cool. That's I cool. Mean, yeah, is I, it the do-all? Absolutely not. No. Is that the only thing that you want to have? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty cool. Uh, I would agree with that. Um, and I've never – I've seen them and everything, but I've never really had the chance to mess around with it enough to figure out whether or not I like it. Gun Snob is saying the glove, C4, the glove. Glove. Oh Jesus! Oh, are you talking about that glove thing? Is that the glove uh... that they had at the <laughs> at the upstairs at Shot Show? Uh huh. In the what is it? A pop up preview? Yeah, I don't think I even saw that at that pop up preview. But I know we talked about we talked about the glove, oh, right? The glove I, it was can... it was deemed a machine gun, wasn't it, by the ATF? No, this is the it's a it's a control device that that electrically shocks you. Oh, oh okay, this people. is something else. Oh, I thought you were talking about wasn't there some kind of thing that that that's like a it, it pulls the trigger or something like that? I thought there was something else. Oh, that I don't know about glove that. Related. Let me. Uh, we talked about it at I some point. I'll send you the the link yeah. if I can on my channel. Yeah. To that video, and it is. It is an absolutely awful thing. <laughs> I, I, I was a victim of it. Mm-hmm. I let the guy. Uh, I found it right here. Where did the bad Wait. man touch you with the glove? <laughs> oh, I wouldn't even shake his hand at the end. No, because I was afraid he was going to get me again with it. Oh, he no, shocked it, you with this it, thing. Oh no, hell no. Oh no, no no. Oh, I'll. I got it right here. I'll send it to you yeah. in the chat. Um, if you want to see somebody go. Yeah, I'll let's send it pull, to you let's pull an hour later. Yeah, we'll pull that up here and show the people. He absolutely lights me up, and I am I I disappear out of frame. This is like a one minute. Oh, hold video. on, no, we gotta have to look at this then. Um, you know what? I when I when I did a video on the R fifty one or whatever, 
I was polite mm -hmm. in the video, but I knew that I didn't like that thing. And even after is that the Remington, yeah, the Remington, the Remington R fifty one. That was several years ago. Um, and I, I, so I'm looking at it, and I liked, I kind of liked the idea of it, kind of like that retro fifties mm -hmm. Art Deco design kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. I'm into that. I'm into that. But when I actually handled that gun in my mind, and I was talking to the engineer in the, the if, if it's still up there, there's a video where I was talking to the engineer at SHOT Show, and I was being polite and listening to him. Um, but there was just something about me handling that gun. I was like, this is crap. So at the end of the video, Lola was like, what's the matter with you? Why were you so lackadaisical in that video? You're not, you weren't your usual self. And it's... It was just me. I was just reacting to that thing. I was. I was like, I yeah, I didn't like, like that. This. Yeah, I didn't I mean, like I, it. I've I've had things, and and I'm like you. Like, if someone else likes it, that's fine. I'm not going to condemn them for liking it. I'll give you my opinion. Mm -hmm. I don't like it, but if you like it, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Let's look at this video because we got. Okay, we're gonna get the. We're gonna react to this video. Hold on a second. So I'm gonna screen share this. Hold on. So let's play this. I video get completely here. lit up. If you ever get an opportunity to test out the glove, just pass. So let's see. Do we have to go forward here where he hits you with the glove? Wait, hold uh, it's on. It's probably like halfway through. You'll see. Yeah, I, I see he's got gloves in his hands. We're going forward to him. He's got gloves in his hands. Oh, hold on. You look like, oh, don't do this. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, you went down, sir. You went down. Oh, I went right down. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I've been tased. I've I've had a lot of things happen. That's equally as bad. It's bad. Wow. Hold on. We're gonna have to. I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to repeat that. We're gonna have to repeat that. Uh, you you know what's funny? Is you've got you're like shaking your head no. Oh, I was nervous. Yeah. Oh. Let's see. You popped back up here. Hold on. I gotta go back again. I'm trying to go back to exactly where this happened. Oh, I was fine after okay. it was over. It just hurt a whole lot. Why was here happening? Here we go. He's about to do it. Is it? Oh, wait. Hold on a second. I'm not. I'm not. We gotta go back to that. Where was that? Where did this happen? Let's see when. Let me see. Let me see if I'm not going it's back for him. I think you've already been hit here at one something. Hold on. It's not, it's not, okay, here we go. Okay, so right here. Okay, here we go. So here, we'll do the setup. He takes off one glove. So there's two of these things. Oh, yeah, there's two. Boom, and down you go. And he twisted your wrist at the same time. Oh, yeah. That that guy, okay, he was a bastard with that. He was a bastard with that. That well, he guy. Was, he was proving that it worked. Yeah, no, but did did he say to you, "Hey, this is going to happen"? Oh, and... he fully explained it. He fully explained what's going to happen. You have to sign a release. So I was like, "Oh gosh, this is going to be terrible." No, I don't voluntarily go in for pain. I'm not. You know what person. else? I was at I was at work it was like two weeks ago. <laughs> that's so that's so funny. <laughs> and the the lieutenant over the jail, he goes, "Hey, you know what?" He said, "We were looking at buying some of those gloves that for that the." The mm -hmm. control device? He goes, and I go to their website and I watch one of the videos. You're one of the first thing that comes up. I was like, oh, well, good. I'm glad I could have muted oh, you. Oh, no. Oh, no. Because I, I can promise you it works. They made you into a meme. Oh, yeah. On their thing.
Wow. Wow. So for that, did they at least send you a pair of these gloves? No, 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 no. No, no that totally wasn't Those things working. are... They're expensive? I don't want to misquote, but I got to say around a thousand dollars oh they have crazy. a they have a a legit there, there's a point behind them you can yeah, what's control the someone oh, that's okay. being like highly combative mm-hmm. you can control someone with those where you don't have to use strikes or use other instruments you can get a hold of someone and, and get a situation resolved but yeah yeah they yeah. could have a good application right i understand that yeah, but he he was kind of he was kind of vindictive with that though. If oh, you look at that, me. yeah, yeah. No, he was showing me exactly what they do, and he was right. They work. So 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 at the end of that, have you ever seen that guy ever again? No. Oh okay. no. Like I wouldn't even shake his hand at the end. I was just like, I'm afraid you might get me because he still had the glove on. He said he turned it off, which I'm sure he had. But I'm like, nope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want nothing to do with it. No, I definitely wouldn't do that, man. I do not volunteer for pain. So I was I was shocked how good it worked. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so did your <laughs> video did that let me see. I have to look at the numbers on that video. Did it at least go viral or something? Did you no. get Okay. No, no okay. but it's it's all in good fun. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh yeah, I wouldn't voluntarily go through something like that. I don't think so. Um, you know, so Richard Maunder says $200 tax stamp on gloves next. Not on that. Oh, you, geez. Um, you put them in your pockets. Is it concealed carry? Yeah. Uh, Sanctuary County <laughs> says you look like you suffered at least a thousand dollars worth of pain. I agree with that. I guess pain and suffering. Probably right. You know, I agree with that. But would you even want those things? You know, that's the thing. Like. Would you, would you? I wouldn't use need those? them doing what I'm doing. I wouldn't yeah. need them doing what I'm doing. But I see where some people could use them. Yeah. yeah. Dan hates you. Says that's a Spider-Man villain right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People, I I can see how people would uh misuse that in pranks and stuff like that, and that could go. You know that could go wrong. So it, if someone misused that on you, you would want to fight them. Yeah. If someone you used it, I don't them. care. If they used it on me, it's not gonna be it's not You would wanna be. fight. Yeah. That's yeah. Immediately. This is what we're doing. We're fighting now after yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if you survive it, if you don't get a heart attack or something. Where did you feel that pain go through your body just so we can prolong? Very localized, right? Like when he got my wrist, mm-hmm. it was from my wrist to my elbow. Oh. And it was is it like it when was, you bump your elbow on something and it goes? It was up? like that, but oh, about a hundred times worse. Mm. I mean, it was immediate. Now, when it's do- when it's over, it was over. You were you were fine. You were a little bit stunned about mm. what 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 just took place to me mentally, but it was. See, I've been I've been tased and tased, you know, in like training out through the whole body. Mm-hmm. This was like very very concentrated between my hand and my and my between my fingertips and my elbow, and it was. Mm. It really got my attention. Oh, that's, no. that's not – if I was going to do anything, I would have tried to have fought through it to look tough because um, the gun snob and obnoxious one were antagonized me. They were the ones that were filming it. Mm-hmm. They were kind of cheering me on, talking yeah. me into doing it. So right. I would have tried to withstand it look tough, but nope. No. Nope. So the gun snob me. was actually there when that went down. He was filming it, him and him <laughs> and obnoxious one. 
We went oh, to, we boy. all stayed in a, we rented a house last year for mm. shot and all stayed together and ran around and filmed videos and stuff together. Right, right. Had a great time. So did he get shocked by that thing? He did. Okay. Where's his, where's the video of him getting shot? I don't know. I think he might've just done like one oh. on Instagram. Or something. If you guys want to see the video, it, yeah. look at when the gun snob was on my show and he did this. <laughs> That's that was his reaction. <laughs> uh, one of these, you know what? One of these days when, um, and I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing him. But one of these days, if I actually have time to comb through, like this is, I think, episode seven thirty three. So that's times two. So we're looking at like over fourteen hundred hours of mm-hmm. video to go through. But there's some very funny stuff that's happened <laughs> but whenever i think about that it is so funny because he was just chilling talking with us and then it's it's almost like he got shocked he just went i was like what what is happening he's gone yeah <laughs> him and his pearl snap shirt just disappeared <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah let's see listen so what in the time that we have oh, we don't have that how was time flying so fast wow because we had fun. Yeah, we're having too much fun here. Um, what's some other things you want to talk about? You haven't been on in a while. What other things? Obviously, there's the giveaway, which we'll get to again here. But um. uh, I just want to th- I want to thank you for having me on. I want to thank everybody for the continued support. I haven't been putting out quite as many videos lately because I'm in the middle of building the studio. Mm-hmm. I just had a bunch of land cleared off. But I'm wanting to get back at it, and I'm wanting to start putting out more consistent content and kind of mm-hmm. bumping cool. things up a little bit. Um, I've, I've been doing some things for Live Free Armory down there in Florida. They've got some awesome slides that I've tested out. I've mm-hmm. got two more to do videos on uh, for the Glock 19 and then the P320. And I'm going to start testing out some of their AR-15 and AR-10 stuff. I've been super happy with the pistol stuff, so I can only assume the rifle stuff is, is just as good because the pistol stuff is awesome. So that's about it i'm just uh just just working and trying to do my favorite hobby which is youtube which awesome. is all this stuff yeah it's my favorite hobby what are you doing differently with the studio um i'm I bought, interested in this kind of stuff i bought a portable classroom you ever get like when you drive mm-hmm. by a high school or a school mm-hmm. they, and you see yeah. those those classrooms outside mm-hmm. like a, that's like an office i bought one of those cool it's being delivered next wednesday mm-hmm. i cleared out the land for it and i'm going to divide it at least probably at least half of it maybe maybe a third of it i'm going to divide into a dedicated studio mm-hmm. with my cameras where they stay in there and i'm gonna i was gonna have like here's my thought process i was gonna have like three different walls Mm-hmm. with different stuff behind me so if i wanted to do different type of videos because one of the things oh, I want to so do you could just studio, turn around mm-hmm. yeah i want to do some more i can't be super opinionated because i'm still working right now and, and my all my my opinions anyway are are pretty conservative i'm not one way or the other mm-hmm. terribly either no matter what but i want to do some more like some opinion videos like like if there was a shooting or something i want to break it down i don't want to do, go all donut operator but i just mm-hmm. want to just occasionally do things like that. I want to mm-hmm. do a little bit more opinion stuff and, and, and have a dedicated room to edit and maybe do some more live streams when I have a dedicated area. That's that's what I want to do. Just kind of just be able to put out more effort. Okay. Because right now, most of the stuff I do, if I do it on the range, that's all weather depending. Mm-hmm. And if, it, if my days line up and it's raining out, well, now I haven't got anything done. But 
if I have my own studio, I could, hey, I could do film the inside portions today. And then when I get back out there, I can get the range portion done. So okay. it's going to lead to more videos. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that um, nowadays, I don't know what your experience is. We're still shooting guns and doing gun videos all the time. I have more than I can even edit. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes people probably see some of those things go up way late. We, I have stuff going back to probably the middle of last year. Um, but I find that folks are more interested in a lot more of the talking things or what's going on politically or, you know, that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, right? and, and a lot of times they, I mean, they like the, the gun shooting and that's all well and good, but people just want to hear your opinion on the gun. And they don't want to say, oh, well, he likes it, so I'm going to go buy it. They want to mm-hmm. say, well, okay, well, this guy likes it. And well, this guy, well, he didn't like this part of it. And they want to get all their information and then form their own opinion. And mm-hmm. that's, I'm just going to be one little piece of that. That's all mm-hmm. I want to be it's just... Mm-hmm. You watch my video, see what I think of it, then you, you see what you think and or these other people, and then now form your own opinion. Right. But yeah, yeah. it's it's the and like you said, the Oh, what happened there? Where did Sarge go? People, okay, you I'm sorry, you blacked out for a second or you froze for a sec. There you go, boom. Wow. There you yeah, go. I can say because like I've got a perspective because a lot of people you know, people have different uh, opinions on certain things. Well, I've seen the other side of it as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen when bad things have happened, and, and I, I got into teaching concealed carry because I saw bad things. I want more people to have guns. I don't mm-hmm. want less people to have them. I want more people to have them and be able to protect themselves until someone else gets there. Yeah. So I think it's a good like thing. Anti, think all cops hate guns. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. I want people to have them. I yeah. absolutely want people to have them. Yeah. I think it's a good thing that you're doing that. I think it's a great investment to make and your videos, it will <laughs> give some more consistency to the videos and maybe make the production mm-hmm. process easier for you. And then hopefully that helps in the long run to, you know, to building the channel and growing your audience and stuff like that. So I think that's awesome, yeah. man. Congratulations on that, on, on, uh, appreciate you know, making it. that step. I'm sure it's a big step, right? It's a big investment mm-hmm. to like buy a thing. It's a big investment. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a, I've got a, a bulldozer sitting out that right now with the right. guy that came to operate it. So yeah, all that stuff costs money. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay, listen, we hit nine o'clock here. Let's do this though. One more time before we get out of here. We want to talk. What are you pointing to there? Live free. Oh, live free armory shirt. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to Live Free. The, 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 you said they're in Florida. Shout out to those yep. guys. I always like uh, helping to support uh, Florida companies. Um, mm-hmm. Let me let me throw the. Uh, let's see how I can let me, yeah, let me get this done. The right giveaway. Here. Yeah, I'm gonna put the giveaway up here on the screen again. You go ahead and talk about that. Enter, enter yourself to win a livery armory glock 26 a sar b69 a uh, a slide a glock 17 slide from livery armory or a manus x training system plus some cool knives and stuff it's all it's 100 percent free enter yourself share your link the more people that use your link the more entries you get so mm-hmm. it's a win-win maybe they win maybe you win so yeah absolutely win-win. yeah we'll uh i'll put i'll put the uh, link there in the chat again for folks who want to uh who interested in that and then if they want to find that link they're listening or looking at this later um how can they find it just uh I, as far as the actual address go to my video i've got a video up on my channel both myself the gun snob obnoxious one and that's spelled o-b-n-x-s-1 obnoxious mm-hmm. one and gizzard gary each one of us have a video on our youtube channels or our instagrams 
or Facebook. You can find any of us on any of those platforms, and we all have links to it. We all have a video promoting it. So it, it's super easy. Definitely do it. And uh, I, I, like I said, yeah, it's a good chance to win an awesome gun. Okay, awesome. Uh, Appalachian. I don't even have one of the Glock 26s myself. I'm hoping to get one to test out because okay. a Glock 26 with an RMR is like my dream gun. Yo, there you go. Awesome. So Appalachian Gunrunner says, Hank, get Live Free Armory on. Um, ha I'll be happy to do that. Um, he, I, I tell you what, talking to Chris on the phone, I think he would be a hoot for a guest. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, I'll absolutely do that. Uh, make sure you guys check out the other folks that, that Sarge mentioned out there. I'm throwing up uh, comments from everyone. Lola says this, and we should. she says, don't forget folks in Texas this Thursday um, for, yes. the, for that, uh, that constitutional carry hearing that's going to be going on. Um, check out GOA Texas. Big thanks to Felicia Bull that was on here from GOA Texas. Uh, you guys can j just Google GOA Texas and you're going to find more information on that and, and participate in that and share that. Uh, if you're in Texas, do something about it. If you're not in Texas, share it with friends and family that are, are in Texas and hopefully we'll you know get them to do something about it. Um, and then just one last, well, actually, um, yeah, one last time, hit us, tell the folks out there where they can find you, how they can support you. Uh, like I said, uh, go to C4 Defense on YouTube. Go to C4 Defense on Instagram if you look it up. And I'm I, I go by the the name Sarge because I, I am a, a a sergeant at the local agency. But like I said, look up Sarge C4 Defense or just C4 Defense. Check me out on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all the good stuff. It's the, this is the best hobby that I had. I appreciate it. I do this because. I just want to get this stuff out there. That's why I do it. It's a, it's an expensive hobby, but it's fun. Yeah, so. awesome. So we're going to run in the end. On my end, I want to thank Walther Arms for supporting the channel. Big shout out to them. Franklin Armory as well. All the people who support us here. Uh, Tusk, you guys might want to get up on Tusk if you haven't heard of that. It's like cryptocurrency for the firearms industry. So it's T-U-S-C. If you want to uh, look into that, I think it's going to become very necessary uh, going forward here. Um uh, Safety Harbor Firearms, if I'm missing anyone, bar noodles or whatever. But big thanks to all the people who sponsor us. I'm going to hit the end. We're going to come back. Sarge is going to give us the final words here. All right, guys. Thanks so much for watching the show. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you smash those thumbs up. Ring the bell so you can be notified. We're going to rip out the audio from this and put it up on iTunes and all the other places that you get your audio podcast from. Big shout out to all the people listening to us around the world. That is awesome. Um, as well as all the good folks here in America that listen, watch, and support us. Sarge, C4 Defense, hit us with some words of wisdom as we go out here, sir. Uh, like I said, enter the giveaway. Check us all out. I appreciate you guys. Make sure you're subscribed to everybody out there and on here, and we'll see you on the range. Absolutely. Make sure you subscribe to him. Get him to 10,000. <laughs> all right. Yes. We're out. Peace.